0: Hello, listening people. Hello. yeah uh, yo. yo.
1: Oh, you kept going. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was making you out. Hi, Bartek. Hi, Ryan Slwinski from Spit and Polish Presents Unappreciated Masterpieces Season 4. <laughs> I wish we did seasons. I mean, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018. 2015, I only had like five episodes. There's a podcast, oddly enough, I listen to that covers a TV
0: show, and they do their podcast by seasons in terms of how many episodes were in that specific season of that show. But it's just like... They were to do like four episodes, and then like that's the end of our season because this season only had four episodes because it's an old show. Yeah, but
1: we're not that show. We're our own show. Spit and polish. Presents. Why are we called that though? Uh why are we called Spit and Polish Presents? Because we're always spitting. We both happen to be Polish, and we like presents. You know, it's so funny, I was listening to an old episode, and that
0: was the exact same statement you made in that episode, and now you're back at it again, Bartek. Mm -hmm. Because we are covering unappreciated masterpieces in this, and an unappreciated masterpiece is a movie that hasn't gotten the love or appreciation or credit it rightly deserves. People aren't talking about these types of movies enough.
1: They're not delving into the artistry, the master craftsmanship of these films. Bartek, it's the only thing in my life that makes me go, yuck.
0: Exactly. Bartek, what is the film that we'll be covering in this episode? Because I don't know. I'm in the episode. I can't read yeah. the title. I'm I, feel like, I feel like this is the
1: fastest we've ever gone to what's the title.
0: What's the title, man? <laughs> uh, the title of the... I mean, we could we could take longer. You want to play a game of Boggle?
1: We could you'd figure out t- what <laughs> the title is in that game of Boggle. Yeah, you'd have to remind me which one Boggle is. Uh, Boggle's the rules. one
0: in which it You actually drew it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Boggle's the one in which it has the different kind of cubes with letters all over it and you shake it and you have to try and find words out of what is jumbled mess. I don't think I've ever
1: played that. Sounds like fun. Anyway,
0: I think that's okay. A good welcome enough... to Welcome to Bogglecast. No, I was going to say I think that's a good <laughs> enough
1: delay. The title of the unappreciated masterpiece that we are doing in this episode is Moya Super Ex Jeff China. You know, I actually like that
0: title really, mm. really much. Like, the last few times, I've laughed at how you've said the title in Polish. This one's easy, because they're all words that I'm very, very familiar <laughs> with. But this one sounds like... This is one of the few times in which you've spoken the Polish language, and I said to myself internally, Mmm, tasty. Because you know how some languages sound sexy and tasty? Mm. Never Polish. But this is one, t- one of the times in which I'm like, Mmm, sexy.
1: Ryan, do you want to be moja super ex Oh fuck yeah! You made me.
0: You made me so moist. Finally.
1: So uh, what is that in English? Because I don't speak Polish. I am Polish, but I don't know the language. Did you notice that the first half of that kind of sounds like Moya Super X? Who's Moira? Moya. <laughs> oh Moya. Yeah, Moya. Not not Moira. Kind of sounds like a my Super X. You know, my what Super saying? X. Yeah, my Super X, Jeff Chinner. Who's Jeff? Jeff Chinner. Who's Jeff China? I the like Jeff, Su- Jeff China. <laughs> My super ex Jeff China. <laughs> you know what? That could be a good mnemonic for you to remember what what girl is in Polish.
0: <laughs> My super ex Jeff China. <laughs> you know that's the gr- <laughs> this is one of the like- would, can we make that movie can we make it who is
1: star who is the super X? Jeff China I'm casting Jason Segel uh, he seems like a Jeff China one of my favourite things about being bilingual is you, you don't notice that foreign like foreign words that you in languages you speak sound like different things in English mm-hmm. yeah so
0: this Jeff China
1: thing is like a big revelation Jeff me.
0: China would be either Jason
1: Segel or Ken Jeong there's, there's no no other options, it's only them two. Yeah. Depending on context, Jeff China or Jeff China can either mean girl or girlfriend. So we're covering My Super Ex Girl? <laughs> yes, friend. <gasps> oh, You're my friend. my friend. Yes.
0: That's a gag that is finished last episode, so there you go. Two episodes ago, but I referenced two. it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So we're covering My Super Ex Girlfriend from the year 2006? Yeah. The one with Uma Thurman? Yeah. And Luke Wilson? Yeah. And Rain Wilson, who's not related to Luke Wilson, but they're both Wilsons. Yes and no. Because, well, I mean, no, they're not related. Yes, you're right. Okay, thank you for correcting yourself. But are we joined by another Wilson? Maybe Andrew? Because last Is... episode we did an Owen Wilson movie. This episode we're doing a Luke Wilson movie. Maybe we're joined by their other brother. Andrew Wilson? Yeah, who's also in the previous episode that we did. Yeah. As a bellhop kind of guy, is is that who we're joined by? L- little brother Luke. He's looking come at to... me like, "Hey, don't look at
1: me like that." I was in Wes Anderson's first movie, Bottle Rocket. I, I, I think the guest gave me the finger when we were doing the Jeff China bit. I don't know why yeah. though. <laughs> because he doesn't like Jeffs. <laughs> so we're joined by Jeff China himself, <laughs> Luke Peveril. <laughs> Hi, for the Luke. record,
2: I flipped Bartek off because I was trying not to laugh before i finished <laughs> Oh, geez. well, thank you, you, know,
1: so you Jeff great, China. Right? I'm really glad you said his yeah. name because I think I would have actually said Luke Wilson. When you said Peveril, I was like, oh shit, that's right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his
0: last name is not Polish. You're no. right. So it's you... also
2: not Wilson, but I am unfortunately. Here, and I love the new setup. I know people. We've got it. We've
0: got technology. We've had it for a few months. Up. It's aesthetically pleasing. It's I'm aesthetically pleased. Yeet. Okay. I'm done. You know okay. what's great, though? Luke Peveril does look exactly like Luke Wilson, though. He's got Aww. dark hair. Again. He's got the nose. But we're not talking about Luke we're talking about Luke Wilson in Not my yet. super ex girlfriend, which you have to have a copy of because we're gonna be starting this movie when I do a countdown and I'm gonna go from the three mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna say play after you know the number that is one. And there's you're gonna there play there's somewhere in there. And you're gonna press play at the same time and we're gonna be hopefully synced up as we talk about this fantastic piece of art and cinema that is my super ex girlfriend. So get ready, because we're gonna start this in three, two, one way. Oh, you didn't, oh, you didn't say a two. I I did not because I'm I'm a bad muffin. So we are Oh, I've got my sound on accidentally. So we are currently get out of the way sound. We are currently 10 seconds in, 11 seconds, 12 seconds, 13 seconds into the movie, well, the 20th Century Fox logo which is now owned by Disney. So maybe this movie can be in the MCU? Hail the mouse. Hail the mouse, Luke said bravely. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I always when I was a kid that the the twentieth uh, century fox logo was like in some really cool city, and that living there would be really nice.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I always get weirded out by because at the front, like in the bottom middle, there's like this little platform, and yeah. I remember once as a kid, I remember there was a guy standing there, like going, "Yeah." And I can't remember what film that was from, but every time I watch a film, I look there and see, is the yeah guy going to be there?
2: Now, (laughs) this could well be an entry into Marvel Cinematic Universe.
1: It could be. uh, This is also brought to you by Regency
0: and New Regency, whose logo I've mentioned on the show before. I'm pretty sure it's Regency. David Fincher was doing an audio commentary for the film Panic Room, and he's like, Regency logo is the worst logo (laughs) ever. They need to really update it. Then later on, he did one for Gone Girl. Which is, you know, many, many years later, over a decade later, he's doing audio commentary, and he's like, oh, look, it's brought to you by whoever it was. And he goes, they have such a nice logo, unlike those people over at Regency who really need to update their logos. Did you
2: see the product placement, Bulgari?
0: (laughs) Oh, I thought you were saying the product placement for robbing jewellery stores, because I did
1: feel the need. You know, this film's full of a lot of product placement for architects. There's so many buildings.
0: Now, I know a lot of people are going to say, Ryan... That may not be a good thing you're about that you just said, but I'm going to say it. I think this film inspired the film Hancock with, with Will Smith. Ryan, yeah, I uh, agree. I think, uh, think uh, I think they w- I think Will Smith watched this movie and he said, "Whoa! Ho, ho, if my life was turned upside down, this would be it." I think so. I think like straight off the bat
2: these are some very diverse, sorry Bartek, I just want to say these are some very diverse looking uh, jewel thieves. You mean they're all white? Yeah. No, I mean they all kind of look a bit different.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. You were about to say Bartek? Well, oh, he stole my diversity line. Oh, fuck. No, no. I, was I mean there's say- a black cop there, so you know, a bit diverse. Yeah, But no, I just want to say right out the gate that I really like that we have here a superhero movie that isn't tied to like a huge Franchise. multiverse or anything like that. It, it's It's refreshing.
0: Well, this was before that was a popular thing. You got to remember. True,
1: I mean the two thousand six, two years before Iron Man. But isn't this the year that like? Oh, well, it's not. I was going to say Spider-Man 3 came out but that's not part of a expanded universe. No, so. that's just part of its yeah. trilogy. It's not trying...
0: Uh, that's one of the things that people don't commend the uh, Sam Raimi movies on. They were never trying to set up a universe. They were just like, no, we're just our own movies. You never had that moment where it was like, uh, ah, Spider-Man's looking over the city and he sees another hero and he's like, maybe one day I'll work with that guy in his own movie. Yeah, no, I- it's just was, always...
1: Was Spider-Man 3 2006 or 2008? I, I don't can- think... I thought it was that Bill seven. Hader has aged in, in, since this movie. It's
0: weird because that's not Bill Hader. It's not Bill Hader. <laughs> it's Rain what? Wilson. Oh, I always it's get Raid Wilson from the Office. <laughs> you know what? He's right. Bill Hader hasn't <laughs> aged, <laughs> aged. He since may not this be on the screen, <laughs> but we'll, <laughs> take, we'll take my word for it. <laughs> before I get into the questions of our history with this movie, I do want to comment on the fact that it is very brave of Uber Thurman to do another superhero comedy movie, considering that the last one before this, I would say, was Batman and Robin. And she looks exactly like her character of Poison Ivy when she's before she turns into Poison Ivy as her Jenny character. She looks exactly like how Poison Ivy did before she became Poison Ivy when she was just, like, plain Jane scientist lady who found out that her boss made Bane. She looks exactly the same, and I do love the fact that she was brave enough to say, hey, that movie cost me a lot and almost ruined my reputation. I'm gonna do another movie like that, but this one has Luke Wilson instead of George Clooney.
2: What do we think of uh, Luke Wilson's pickup technique here? I well, think he, I think he was quite respectful. That's not to say that I think it was so too. Work, but... but then
0: Rain Wilson gave him a fist pump and then yeah. he was like fuck I'm gonna give it to another be fair, go. more like a fist shake. Well it was you know what it was? It was black power. That's what it was <laughs> <laughs> It was the
1: exact same. Wow Neil The city is rife with thieves.
0: Well, have you been there?
1: Oh, yeah, once. Oh, really? I've played Spider-Man 2 on the PS2. I know that. The best
0: Spider-Man game? Yeah. Apparently there's a new Spider-Man game that's supposed to be good, but I don't know. It doesn't have Tobey Maguire and or Bruce Campbell, so (laughs) Mm. fuck you. Okay, I'm going to get into it. Histories with this movie, do we have any? Have we seen this before? Do we see it in the cinema? Do we own it on DVD? Do we have a giant poster of it on our roof when we're in bed and we look up at it? My first encounter
2: with this movie, even tangentially, was watching Scott Pilgrim. And at one okay. point, Scott says, I couldn't start thinking about my stupid ex-girlfriend. And then another character says, isn't that the Uma Thurman movie? Ah,
1: oh, yeah, oh, I remember first, that reference.
0: Yeah. Ah, I actually do remember that reference. Oh, thanks. So, I've only seen the
1: film once and it was on DVD.
0: So oh, you oh, had not seen it, though? Uh, not until very recently, but that was the what, first thing Do you I... mean recently, meaning for this? Yeah. <laughs> People have been doing that so much lately. Guess <laughs> Guests have been like, I haven't seen this movie until very recently. Uh, I'm like, you mean for this podcast?
2: Oh, next yeah. time I'll just say no and look shifted.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. looking is really important on an audio-based yeah. thing. Bartek, you and I were talking last night on Facebook, and we were talking about what we thought about this movie being like, basically, did you, did you love it? And, you, and we were both like, yeah! And then it's like you told me like I've I have a weird kind of backstory history esque yeah. thing with this, and I'm like
1: me too. Yeah, Hit me I, with yours. I hope I remember all the details. This was a very weird film for me. I was always aware of it, mm. but and I thought I'd seen it, but I think I haven't. Okay. So basically, I remember in 2006 when this came out, I was on a flight to Poland. Okay. And on, a, on the flight, you know, you could, like, watch movies, like, pick them from... Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, I did that with Nacho Libre
0: on a plane. Biggest regret ever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Until we do it on the show. Um, um, I, I can't wait to cover it again. <laughs> again? <laughs> and I think perhaps Super ex My Super ex Girlfriend was an option. Mm. But I remember I definitely... And I thought I'd watched it. Like, the, the idea of, like, oh, it was a non-big-universe uh, superhero film... Yeah, you know, that's just its own thing. And I thought I'd seen something like it, but every time I think back to what was that film, I always think of Failure to Launch. I don't know that movie. Which is a Matthew McConaughey and all right, all right, and right. Sarah Jessica Parker romantic comedy. Is superhero involved? No, in that? not at all. <laughs> it's it's a film where Matthew McConaughey's uh technique for having one-night stands where he doesn't have to see the person again is that he still lives with his parents. Oh my god, that's great. And his father is played by Our favourite father figure, Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, (laughs) you're gonna be fucking kidding me. So this is like this really weird thing where I thought. For my whole life, I'd seen this film, but it was Failure to Launch. And we just did a film on Father Figures, which has Terry Bradshaw and Owen Wilson, the older brother of the guy in this film. Luke Wilson, yeah. And there's just a bunch of coincidences. And when you said, oh, this film, uh, My Super ex girlfriend has a lot of returning actors. I remember when yeah, I looked up Failure to Launch the other day, I was like, I said the same thing about that. And in our episode on Father Figures... Owen Wilson kept talking about the universe. Yeah. And I completely forgot to mention it, but throughout this show, I bring up the universe a lot, too, when a lot of coincidences are being packed together. So you're saying you're Owen Wilson. So I'm saying that for some reason, the universe is having this trifecta of father figures, my super ex-girlfriend, and failure to launch, which I guess we have to do on the show now. Yes, we do.
0: You know who just walked in? One of the best character actresses of all time, Wanda Sykes. Yes. I loved her in Evan Almighty, and I loved her in this, and the one criticism... In the negative, I'll give this movie not enough of her. Like, there's a bit in the... Uh, did you see this, Luke? The, the ending credits when it had, like, the little cartoon animated thing. Yeah. Yeah. They kept showing Wanda Sykes's character like she was a big deal in the movie, and I'm yeah. like, she was not, and that's it's your mistake! Undueused. That's why there's a 5.1 on IMDb, maybe, because all the Wanda Sykes fans know that they shortchanged her in this movie, and I'm one of those fans. Maybe they
2: figured that little animated thing at the end would do the job of actually giving her a decent character. Or a yeah, yeah people, she touched the yeah, butt.
0: She got to touch Rain Wilson's butt. Oh. It's great, because I'm pretty sure she's a massive <laughs> lesbian in can, real life. She is, Can, yeah. can,
2: can we give a shout-out to this line? You were lucky this time, Mr. Bart of Macho.
0: <laughs> I love every line she... Can we give credit to every line? There's yeah, a bit on. later in which I wrote down a line which is like, this boy's got a real case of the hornies. And I'm just like, that's a fucking great line. You
1: know what, Ryan? I think we can give credit to Hollywood as well, because Evan Almighty was the year after this. She did play an office person in that, too. But this, she's the head boss. She's the, She's the superior and yeah, that. Is. She was the underling. So yeah, but in Evan Almighty, his... she got more of a role. Oh, yeah, yeah. To do. That's
0: true, that's mm. true. And Jonah Hill was in that. But okay, my history. Oh, boy. So, I had never seen this movie until doing this show fully. Mm. I had seen this movie in sections and parts over the years on TV and a friend's birthday party. Mm-hmm. My friend had a birthday party and they and their mum put this movie on. Okay. But for some reason, no joke. This isn't the joke. This is real. She 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 must have watched it sometime earlier. And this is my thought process. She sat down and watched a portion of the movie to make sure that the kids could watch it. Mm. <laughs> and you know how sometimes DVD players have memories? Like, when you put a DVD in, it'll come
1: back to where you stopped it. Oh, yeah, it's like if you don't take the disc out or you click stop or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: it played where she had stopped it, and and there was no remote given to us, so we just had to watch the movie from, like, honestly, 35 minutes into the movie. I kind of remember, like, oh, here's the
1: bit. Well, they were still together at that point, I think
0: they were getting together yes so 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 i was like okay then another weird thing luke you'll like this and there's another movie of one day we'll cover on the show at my high school in my hometown of kempsey new south wales small country town in australia there was I, i there was one room in the english like in the english building where we had our english classes where there was just a giant poster <laughs> on the back of the door of my super ex girlfriend laminated. So, poster. not even like a media
1: classroom what? or anything. No, no, no.
0: <laughs> and then, well, media kind of fell into the arts because we didn't really have media classes yeah, in New South Wales. But <laughs> then another poster on the wall was, She's Out of My League. Well, that's a good movie. And that was there too. And I remember one time asking the teacher. Put these here, and she said to me. She turned to me and dead set said, "They've always been here,"
1: <laughs> which is weird because the I started. I started high school in like what, two thousand seven. Well, if they you were the same as me, we would have started in two thousand
0: six. The year that this film came so, out. So, so it was already there. So, like, it's always been here. I'm like, it would what have been brand is, new. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> So,
2: you can point
0: out out that this movie has a lot of people wearing magnificent scarves.
2: Yeah, Rain Wilson is wearing a magnificent (laughs) scarf, but he also said it's like this fire is blocking my way to the gym. Yes, that is important. I would wonder why he's wearing such a fabulous scarf to something as pedestrian
0: as the Well, he is carrying a bag, so he probably has his exercise clothes in his thing. Well, he Ah. came from work, I imagine. No, he wasn't wearing that at work.
1: And I guess if you walk out after an intense workout you're going to be kind of sweaty and like more sensitive to cold. Yeah, so. but he's walking to the gym. Yeah, I know, but you know, he can just oh, wear it around his neck now. This this heat
0: this movie scarf. I also wrote my super X scarves because there's a <laughs> lot of scarves in this Someone movie. I don't know what's going on with the product like the costume person they're like could we put scarves in this movie? And then the director was like, yeah, give me some scarves. Just fucking chuck the most colorful one on Rainn Wilson. It'll be funny.
1: And it was funny. I loved it. (laughs) And it was funny. Uh, yeah. So I was really excited about my backstory. I can't remember, Luke. Did you tell us your history of the film? It would last at all twenty seconds. He, he just yeah. basically said, "I've never right, seen yeah. it
0: until now." But yeah, I was, I was like, oh, I was like, you and I talked, and we were on the same page about
1: a lot of things, and that was one of them. I'm like, I've got a weird history with this. I've got a weird history with this. It's like, and part of me was thinking, like, there's, there's no way it can be the same as me, right? No. Imagine,
0: <laughs> imagine if it was. Well, it was weird. I was on a plane to Poland this one time, and I watched Failure to Launch.
1: I think. Maybe. Um, no, it definitely was. I remember the beginning and end of the film.
0: Luke. Yeah.
1: You're talking to Luke Wilson.
0: Luke Peverell. <laughs> you're
1: Casanova.
0: Oh,
2: well. And you've yeah. gone on
0: many dates. Yeah,
2: yeah, a whole, like, three of them. Really? Just three dates? I don't know. could be three yeah. to five. I don't <laughs> have to think about it.
0: Have you ever... I've been on, like, three, probably what's more. What's the weirdest date you've ever been uh, on? okay, I
2: actually do have an answer to this. <laughs> good. Um, so, it was first date. Uh, this guy I had met doing um, a production of The Mansion of Venice. And we, like, you know, we hit it off reasonably well, so we went to get dinner and we saw, which was out in cinemas at the time, Civil Linings Playbook. Was oh, it, um... great, yeah, great, no, great good, movie for a movie.
0: double date, for a date, sorry. <laughs>
2: Is that I can't tell that's sarcasm or not? It's
0: a movie about <laughs> people who are severely depressed, but they figure yeah, out they how to be not it. depressed because yeah. dance. Yeah. It's like Footloose, but go on. Yeah. Yeah. You should see Anyways. Black Swan,
1: like I do. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> that's S- right.
0: <laughs> but heck. I was gonna ask you yours, and then I then you said that like that answers that question. What? He took he went on a date to see Black Swan with him someone. Yes, sorry, that sorry. is him.
2: Sorry, I just I just want to take you something because I've only realized this on the second watch through. That guy there.
1: Yeah, that's the guy is, from Nine Lives. He's
2: yeah. also in Riverdale as Hiram Lodge. I
1: think his name is Mark Consuelos. That's he's great. Impressive. I have a whole theory about he his really character. Up
2: anyway, uh, weird date. Um, so we watched the movie. Then we um went out to get like an ice cream afterward, and then the interrogation began. She started asking me, <laughs> "Do you think I am as hot or hotter than Jennifer Lawrence? Do you think I could be an actress like her in Hollywood?" And what the fuck do you say to that on a first date? I tried and, to deflect And it's weird like, no. because
0: back then that's, that's when people liked Jennifer Lawrence. Now there's a real hatred of Jennifer Lawrence. Is there a hatred or just like a oh, general people, disdain? Oh, people really don't like Jennifer Lawrence now. Oh, notice that? How he high-fived him and his hand is like, ah, I have a whole theory based on that one thing that wow. I'll launch into. Like, like I, I could write a thesis. Uh, so, Luke, that's your weird date. You got interrogated by a woman. Uh, for... here,
2: here's the thing, though. Um, following that, I called up uh, a bunch of friends, and then they all laughed their asses off because they thought it was the funniest thing. that and ever
0: And
1: you heard. interrogated those friends? I, I kind of just... I was on the train. Did you I asked couldn't... them, like, do you think I'm hotter than j Law? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: so I should What about J-Lo, you know, in uh, Boy Next Door? Can't even
2: be j- oh, my God. Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, I had to change my...
0: It's yeah. okay. Change your voice. Chenna Gen- Chenna
2: Jennifer Lopez is like Jennifer Lopez. the L. Fifty, and she looks the same. As she she
0: did is amazing. Yeah. So Bartek's weird date. <laughs> no, Honestly,
1: yeah. none of them. I haven't been on many. None of them are really like weird. But Other that... than going to Black Swan. Like, that's pretty a fucking whole new great. Of weird, we had a good
0: time, but it was weird. Oh, I would have had a fucking great time <laughs> if I was there too, behind you guys. <laughs> Wait, so uh, how did that the would... date end, Bartek? Well, the credits rolled and the... they said goodnight. Yes. Well, was... I'm asking Bartek. There was really
1: nothing weird about it. It was just like, oh, I wasn't expecting scenes like that, and that was it. By Darren Aronofsky movie. <laughs> man, you should have taken a date to see Mother with Jennifer Lawrence. Now, that would have went down well. The other thing we saw later on was like King's Speech, but that wasn't so, as weird or
2: anything. Uh, Ryan, speaking of Mother, do you think you'd ever cover this for the po- that movie for the podcast?
1: Oh, I don't know, man. I
0: don't know. I'll look at that scarf, though. He tied that so. So, well, it looks like a noose. So, um... A loose noose. I've never really been on dates other than with my current fiance. I had a girlfriend before that, and the dates weren't particularly a thing that happened there. But I guess one weird moment of, I guess, dating life was we went to this, um, my town again, my hometown, had the a local Easter show hmm. thing... And they had, like, the circus there. And the Easter Bunny asked, am I hotter than J-Lo? No, <laughs> no. Hold on to your seats, guys. And we were waiting in line to go on one of the rides. And I'm a, I'm actually a, a very non-confrontational person in real life. Like, on this podcast, I would say, fuck you, Bartek. Dropping cuts is fine. But then after the podcast, I'd be like, you know, Bartek, though, I do, I, I'm not sure if I should have yelled at you. But, like, there was and this time I was, I was waiting in line. I was waiting in line. And this seven-year-old, blonde-haired little boy, little tubby brat, pushed in front of us. And I, without a hesitation, put on... And I was in year 12. I put on my most adult voice, and I just went, Hey! Hey! Blondie <laughs> And he was just like, what do you want, Mr.? That's what he said. He said, What do you want, Mr. And did, I said, and it? I put my hands on my hips. No joke, put my hands on my hips, leaned down and went, back of the line, blondie. And he wow. just said he just said to me, I'll get my older brother to yeah, to punch you. And I just said, I looked at him and I just went, Oh yeah? How old is he? Is he a high school student? I might fucking know him. Get better back the line. I swore this. Man, boy. And then, an and,
3: then he, and then
0: he ran away. And I thought he was looking for his older brother, but he just never came back. <laughs> and, that, and then and then the girl I was dating at that time was just said that was cool. And I'm like, damn Aww. right it was. And then we went on the ride. It was fine. Uh, but I just yelled at this small child <laughs> for blon- pushing in um, line, and he was so blonde. Too.
2: Yeah, did Blondie like you said? He said, "What do you, what do you want, Mister?"
0: What do you want, Mister? Did, 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 did he, yeah, did he say it? <laughs> what do you want, Mister?
1: No, he said exactly like how I said guy. Yeah, like, what do you want, Mister? I've had students call me Mister on placement before, and it's really weird. Well, it's because uh, you're a teacher, though. Oddly arousing <laughs> about no, but MSM Sir is more common. You're supposed to flick it a little.
0: What? Sorry, I missed that. I was listening to the bars oh. and I heard in the background Luke saying, flick it a little. Yeah,
2: I did too. <laughs> I said, it's something oddly arousing about Uma Thurman saying you have to flick it a little. Oh,
0: well, that's the thing I'm going to ask you guys now. What did you feel about the uh, romantic relationships between these char- between the characters in the movie?
2: I think they played it for laughs, but I mean, jeez, if if anything approximating this happened in real life, oof, big red flags.
0: I, I actually think you could redo this movie and have it directed and done by like in a serious tone and have it done by M. Night Shyamalan like he did Uh, Unbreakable
2: (laughs) there's there's a uh, they're doing a sequel to that I know called
0: Glass makes sense it's called glass ass so i found the relationship to be perfectly done because there are little warning signs throughout the course of the relationship that she's a psycho bitch Mm. and that he's too much of a nice guy and then him and anna faris have a relationship too which i did have problems with i don't I, was, I had problems with, but I accepted, because I, I understand them. I just was like, why do they have her in a relationship in the first place? Mm. And then, of course, he, she has to be in a relationship, so he can't have her, so then Uma Thurman can be jealous yeah, of... Was, but uh, I would have liked a bit more of time. her model boyfriend... Character actually be in the movie because I had a, I have a whole theory about him that I will get into a little later, but yeah, and they went to the effort of
1: casting and introducing his character so exactly,
0: yeah. and he's hot and he's like I got hair, but uh, you know I thought the central relationship between Uma Thurman and Luke Wilson. I actually understood why they were a couple. Like, it's obviously she's a psycho, crazy woman, but they do set up that he's a guy who gets dumped and doesn't do the dumping. Yeah. He's actually a sweet guy. And my history with this movie, also, I forgot to mention, was uh, my girlfriend had seen this... My fiancé had seen this movie, and she's like, what do you think the plot is? And here's what I thought the plot was. I was like, oh, you know, he, he gets in a relationship with this super woman character... And then he dumps her, and then he falls in love with someone else, and then she ruins their life over her dead body style. Mm. Like, you know, with superpowers and whatever. And she's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? And she's like, you'll see. And I was like, what does that mean? Yeah, you went uh,
1: entirely wrong, way.
0: <laughs> uh, no, but it's, it is the movie... Takes more time on them building their relationship up than it does with the second part of that of him mm. having a relationship with Anna Ferris and her ruining it. Like, like fifty five percent of this movie is the build up of them becoming a couple and then being mm. a couple, and then the last forty five percent is the hijinks of her ruining his life. That
1: did surprise me as well. That the titular ex girlfriend didn't become an ex until way late uh, in.
0: Like just over half, just just over, like, like a my- over. It, in the... Sorry, sorry.
1: But Go ahead.
0: Like
2: this part of the this, uh, the sex. Yeah, it, but this, uh, they're both kind of just like busy themselves getting under the doona. Is does anyone else find that to be super unrealistic?
0: No, 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 no. Because it's cold, man, in New York. Is Did it? you not see them wearing scarves?
2: Oh, I just thought the scarves were aesthetically <laughs> pleasing. Like
0: you get under the bed to warm up, dude, and then you start banging. What I find a little unrealistic is that she keeps her top on the whole time.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> that's well, Hollywood. because she's on top. so you were saying yeah what was I saying I was saying oh yeah building on what you were saying despite the fact that I was unsure if I'd seen this film before I always had it in my eye in my head that like oh by the start of the film they've already had like a backstory relationship yeah and I didn't necessarily think that she would be like you know ex-crazy stalker kind of girl. Oh, I I assume that. I just assume that, like, oh, they're going to have some sort of clever thing around. and Not to say that it wasn't clever, but, you know, it, it went different to how I was expecting, and I like it when my expectations are ruined, even though... (laughs) Ruined. (laughs) Ruined. uh, Subverted, Subverted, I should have said. I found
0: this very interesting. Luke, Uh, you're you're more of a fan of superhero movies than Bartek and myself. You're you're usually one who I see a Facebook
1: status of going to the most recent movies. I haven't seen Black Panther. I think...
0: Uh, I
2: I, think Black Panther is the tightest shit ever. Get out my
1: face. I think literally yesterday you made a post about Thanos or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: That's been very much in the cultural uh, mindset, just the whole, like, snap. But that's what yeah, I'm
0: saying. You're is. you're more you got your finger on the pulse of the cultural thing, which is superheroes. So I'm gonna hmm. say this to you. Yeah. Um. Did you find it interesting how this movie portrayed its superhero world, where she's basically Superman, but they don't kind of make it like you know in a lot of those movies, like in the new Marvel movies, it's kind of like the world revolves around these superheroes. It doesn't keep going on its own. It's like oh my god we all love Iron Man, we all have all this stuff. But in this world, it's like the world just keeps going and people are like, oh, look, superhero. Okay, moving on. I mean, it's, def-
2: it's like, we can definitely say that, like, the wider um, significance of superheroes and what it means to have possibly more than one superhero isn't, like, really integral to the plot because it's all about this the Luke Wilson and... His yeah. But mm. uh, all, all the same, it it, all, it does make you think, doesn't it? It's like, okay, so we have a superhero and she's kind of like New York's finest you know New York's yeah. own kind of thing G girl but what does the, like and we see her trying to juggle secret identity and um normal identity but, yeah like and we've seen that in other things like daredevil or um spider-man spider-man big one a superman but uh it's, it's yeah, they kind of just eschew that all for... um
0: Their relationship.
2: Yeah, which is fine, because that's what the movie's
0: about. Uh, yeah, it does, I had it does a hard time grasping that, because I, I, I had not seen this movie fully, and I was ch- grasping at short. so I want to get in my, my, into my theory. But first, I want to chuck you some things. So I thought this was going to be a bit more, like... The world, because we've seen a few superheroesque type movies mm-hmm. on this show, like Zoom, for instance. and and it's like in those worlds, in comedy worlds, they Green kinda, kind Green of Green Hornet. A little, they lean into like superheroes are like yeah. the news being like these superheroes and yay and nay and that whatever get touched on here. and the civilians. But what I was curious was I was like, okay, my brain was trying to be like, oh, okay, how are we gonna do this? Like I was like, oh, Luke Wilson says he's like a graphic designer at some corporation, and I'm like, oh, oh my god, he's wouldn't it be great if he was just an office temp guy working at like Lex Corp kind of thing? That's oh, where I was going. I was like, oh my god, and he's boss is going to be, like, they're going to be a part of the, the part of the evil corporation, and blah, 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 and then my brain was trying to connect all these things that you usually see in these type of movies, in which they lean a bit more into parody and satire on superhero movies. Mm. But this is more of a, on the romantic comedy genre, and mm. it's just like, hey, what happens if his ex-girlfriend yeah. was a psycho Superman?
2: Yeah, it's, it's it's a device. It's like, she's not just... Crazy and jealous and insecure. She has superpowers. That's all they've done.
0: Yeah, and they, you know, you have someone like oh, they got Eddie Izzard as the villain. And they're playing
1: with this idea of oh maybe God. he's not a villain, is but this the actually guy
2: from the mask. Which I th- one? I
1: think I read the that... guy who's getting you in the car now. I think I read that he's a wrestler or something.
0: Is he Bonesaw? <laughs> That's <laughs> no, a nice suit. Did you? Uh,
1: that was that joke. Do not age. well. What is that guy's name? Macho Randy, Randy Savage or something? Yeah, Eddie Savage. Randy Macho. Savage. I don't know wrestling, but okay, I know. Okay, no, do we I have
0: Eddie Izzard? Eddie, man, he's he's. Second time back for us? Well, first we time
1: back, second time appearance, yeah?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. First time back, second time appearance on the Avengers. He was in the
1: non-superhero the Avengers.
2: Uh, isn't it, like, tying in what you just said, here's an interesting thing. He, uh, uh... Luke here recognises him on site, pretty much. Yeah, as so a supervillain. Super, like, and supervillain means mm. he's fairly notorious. Yes, you recognise him on site, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we have a supervillain, we have a superhero. So what about the wider world? Is there just one, superhero, one I, superhero? No,
0: it is, because the meteorite landed and she touched it and it gave her superpowers. I don't think... I think this is a universe like Superman. In those Superman movies, it seemed like the original Christopher, Reeve, Christopher Reeves ones, there's only Superman, there is no other characters. I think that's what it's kind of going for, because go remember, this is made before, you know, all of these expanded universe movies, mm. in which like the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, the X-Men movies, all these kind of things it only seems like only these characters exist in this universe, there is no Green Lantern mm. somewhere here or there's no, there's no, you know this character here and here, yeah. it's like, these are their own mm. things, so I think this and... is more of a satire on those kind of things, where it's like, it's only Superman, so it's only Gigo what happens if only the only superhero in the world, the omnipotent god, is actually a psycho bitch. And that's what the Zack Snyder universe has been trying to explore, <laughs> sadly, in which it's changing. like, what if we what if we did have Superman? Wouldn't you be fucking terrified if he snapped and killed them? Because he could kill us all. This movie does a better job of exploring that mm. idea than Zack Snyder. Good job, Zach. The, the
2: funny thing is, like, this question of like, wouldn't you be terrified of Superman? That just reminds me of um, in Batman vs Superman, where Lex <laughs> Luthor, played by Jesse Eisenberg, was, like, you know, keeps keeps referring to Superman as like God. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, what it means to be uh, in the same world as God. And He's and meant to be Jesus, that. right?
0: Of course. Yeah. And it's just like
2: <laughs> who's they're, also God. They're, 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 they're really hammering this point home. It's like we get it. Thanks.
0: Yeah, Superman's always
1: mm-hmm. been a Christ figure, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, and I do like that. Again, building upon what you said there of like, oh, it's just the one superhero and the one supervillain, their origin is the same. Exactly. They were like together when the event happened and one of them got powers and, and one of them. Didn't yeah. because well, he wasn't this... he didn't
0: touch it. Which I, I will touch back on later about touch. The idea of touching a rock is very important into this thing. But it... here's here's the thing, Luke. You're like is there any other supervillains, superheroes? I'm going to tell you my what's his name, Mark. Mark Consuelos. Consuelos Consuelos, theory. Yeah. I thought he was going to be the villain. I didn't look at the cast list mm. before doing this. I knew Uma Thurman, Luke Wilson, and Rain Wilson were in it. That's all I knew. Yeah, I checked the wider cast after the. Film. And yeah. once I found out Eddie Izzard was in it when he appeared, I'm like, oh, he's the villain because he's Eddie Izzard. No offense, Eddie, but um, <laughs> I thought Mark Consuelas was going to be a super villain who worked at the company that he works at because. He was very cocky, and he was very, like, overprotective
1: of Anna Faris. and. Uh, and then I, both the couples will have, like, one evil person. Exactly. Yeah. And I
0: thought, he the, high-fived the Luke Wilson. Oh. And Luke Wilson reacted like it was super strength. Like, oh! And Luke Wilson's not a small guy. Like, he, I mean, he is, because Uma Thurman usually towers over him in a lot of scenes. But, like, mm-hmm. I mean, he's not, like... He's, he's a pretty muscular guy. He's a pretty fit guy. Like, he looks like he could beat me up. But, like, his hand... And I just went oh my god, they're going to get into this and he's going to be a super villain character. Like You thought a... it was
1: foreshadowing that his hand was so strong. Yeah. But
0: then they never bring him back. And I I kept sitting there being like, when's it going to happen? Yeah, I didn't think of that, but that is a pretty good
1: theory.
2: I want a, a wider question about Luke Wilson here. The fact, like, in Idiocracy, which is one of his best films, yeah. he's chosen yeah. as, like, the... Most average guy. The most average man, be- And, like, ha- the fact he was cast in that role... What do you think? What do you think Luke Wilson makes of that?
0: I think he's he's just Luke Wilson. About it. I think yeah. he's like he's just like this. That's cool, man. Yeah, I like to
2: think that Luke Wilson, like as he's just, as he's portrayed here, and and in Idioc- idiocracy, where he's a really easy easygoing, happy-go-lucky kind of guy. I like to think he's like that in real life. Too. Well, he is a Wilson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they all give off that general vibe that they're just really easygoing dudes. I,
2: I just hope he is. Cause I think. He turned out to be oh, like and a bit a, more eccentric.
0: Uh, but oh, a little no, not eccentric. He's a bit more spiritual, Owen. That's, That's how yeah. I would say it, because he's always a bit more like, you know what Owen is? Owen's the Matthew McConaughey brother of the group, because he's got the blonde hair and the... Uh,
1: the failure to launch.
0: And, guy, and yeah. he's always leaning <laughs> on things, and he, he like, I can imagine him and Matthew McConaughey stealing each other's... Competing th- for roles. <laughs> I think literally when Have he- they been in
2: a movie together?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I
2: need to find out. Uh,
0: n- no. I, I don't say. think Matthew McConaughey was in Zoolander, unfortunately. Ram but again. Billy Zane was. I remember
1: one of the one of the developments of uh, Owen Wilson's character in Zoolander two was that he became more spiritual. So.
0: Which he really needed considering <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was very spiritual in the first movie. But There were like, some
1: pretty funny things that came with
0: it. Here's the thing, though. I I agree. I think Luke Wilson, like with Luke Wilson, I think he's a cool dude. I mean, I, I read a fact about him. He's a part of the frat pack, they call it. You know, Will Ferrell, Vince Vaughan, yeah, nah, that it's... gang of people, I'm pretty sure. You know, Ben Owen, 90s, all of that. So uh, 90s, early 2000s right, comedy people. Like the right. Tropic yeah. Thundery kind of crowd. Yeah, those yeah. kind of crowds. People who wait in the movie old school primarily. Yeah, that's true. That's where it starts from. But uh, he's the only one that hasn't won an MTV award apparently. And I'm just like, of course he hasn't because he's the one guy who's always like underlooked. I've always said, I've said on this podcast before when we've had him appear as one of the Wright brothers in Around the World in Eighty Days. I've mentioned Luke Wilson a lot. I like Luke Wilson. He's my favorite Wilson. I think he's a tremendously underrated actor. I think he can do marvellous things. He's great in the film uh, The Skeleton Twins. He's great in Idiocracy. That's he's 70 great show. in That 70s Show. And I mean this, no joke. I've always thought he should have got an Emmy nomination for his role as Kelso's older brother. Because he is hes perfect. He is perfect because he's not doing just an Ashton
1: Kutcher impression
0: or anything. He's bringing something else. Like I always thought with... Uh, what was Kelso's older brother's name?
1: I've seen the Casey? show... I think so. Casey I've Kelso. seen the show so many times, but it's been a he long
0: He always time. gave this weird aura of cool dude, but sinister at the same time, because it was always like... I don't know, there's something off about him, and but he that was, was a only, part of it. Yeah, and he, he was only, only in, like, in like,
1: like season four or he's only eight. Yeah, he's only he, in like a few episodes... Uh, like, yeah. the big thing of season four was that Eric and Donna broke up and she was dating Casey, right? Yeah, yeah. and...
0: I and, know. And you, but you liked him, but you were like, there's something off about him. I don't know. He is... Because mm. Kelso's a slimy character in his own right, so but he's But, like, a dumb, brother, lovable kind, yeah. But his older brother is smarter and slimier. And you're just like, Ugh. But also, he's really likeable because he's, he's Luke Wilson. I kept writing in my notes, Luke Wilson is the heart of everything he's in. Mm. He's the heart of this movie because you really do feel sorry for him because... He, he tries so hard to break off this relationship in a positive way, but also he's afraid of her. Like You've got to consider he's terrified of her. If it was me, I, I wouldn't him. break up with her when she's got a knife, but that's just me.
2: I, I, I just... I, 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 This is the part of the movie I related to so much, because like he's just too much of a nice guy to hurt someone's feelings like that, even yeah. if it's better in the
0: long run. I'm just like, ooh, relatable. But Luke, you know that you're Rain Wilson, right? <laughs> That's you. You're his character. Aww. I know. It's because you wait. No, it's okay. He's a bitch and scarf. He and go to... to... goes to the gym a lot. And he goes to the gym a lot, which is and he talks to girls. And he yeah, but he also <sighs> he does talk to girls like like a lot. <laughs> he talks to one girl specifically. Yeah, uh,
2: which is. Okay, now we have young Eddie Izzard. And Uma Thurman. Young Uma Mm -hmm. Thurman. Oh, that's cool.
0: So, yeah, I thought the interesting idea was the plot. Like, I thought, what an interesting idea of a guy, average guy... Who's your lower? Uh, who's your lowest lane type character? Your your you know usually like it's you know this would be a a woman character a female oh, the, character the, the normal p-
1: human companion to the super superhero.
0: Person. But you're yeah. getting it from their perspective of them first entering this relationship and oh what happens when they break up with these people because you can't just break up with Superman, you can't just break up with Batman, you can't break up with any of these people like a normal relationship because they could easily kill you. And you know their secret, too, so they, you can never fully have a healthy relationship in any way with any of these superheroes because unless they have an unhealthy lifestyle unless overall. You're,
1: unless you're in it for, like, the long run and you actually yeah, but, do want to get married and
0: Yeah, stuff. but even then, you know, it's still... There's that thing of you got to keep the secret, you got to do this, this, and this. That's not what a normal, healthy relationship is like. Which,
2: um, you know how some comedy films you see them on YouTube, like they get the horror movie trailer treatment. Yeah. Like, oh they, yeah. They yeah they like they cut the a bunch of scenes and they make it look creepier than it is. I'd like to see something like this movie, but played as a drama.
0: Yeah, made by M Night Shyamalan, yeah, and and like- a
2: standalone thing, not a Marvel or DC thing, just yeah, something like this.
0: I reckon you could do this movie. I know you just said Stan Lamb, but you could do this movie in the same universe as Unbreakable. Oh,
2: absolutely. Easily. You could do this How movie. Many movies are in that universe. There's it three
0: a- at the moment.
1: So, yay. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Split. Unbreakable, Split, Split, Split and, uh, and Glass. Um, it was, was kind of weird Because you had the lighting of the fire What what actually happened to her skin? Did she just become whiter or something? Uh, whiter? No I think Cleaner? I don't know
0: It's just like the effect of the energy Going into her cells Because they do say it's a type of radiation mm. That's in each of her cells So I think it's like this Meteor radiation effect That's her blonde covering her. her body Yes, and it turns Anna Faris redhead at the end Spoiler um. Anna Faris is cute Man, we haven't seen her since what? Observe and report. Yeah, did she play? The in which she played girl? a slimy, terrible bitchy girl yeah. who has sex with Ray Liotta in a car. Oh, it could be worse. Well, did
1: she? Was she not the one that had sex with uh, Seth Rogen? And Seth Rogen too. I don't remember her having sex with Ray Liotta in
0: the car. Yeah, 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 and that's why he doesn't like Ray Liotta even more. And oh, man, it's been a, it's, it's been, been almost a, a year, like
1: ten months. Jesus. <laughs>
0: You know, you know what would have been great? You know what it's I insane. honestly believe? You know who else I would have cast in the Eddie Izzard role? No yeah, joke. Yeah. I don't know why, but I, I can imagine James Franco. Wait, wait, and wait, he's wait, just as, playing his Harry Osborne character. Like, as present day. And, oh as my, present day. Yes. And then when they do the flashback, it's him, but he's got braces on. I'm ruined. <laughs> I have nothing. Except... G girl. <laughs> I love how the movie doesn't address the what the G stands for. They even ask and then yeah, at they, the, end, just the closest wanted... you get he he says, Go girl. Yeah. And
1: that's it. Like that's the closest you get. Yeah. I also like I think sh- it was just for alliteration, but they didn't think of a word.
0: Yeah, but like she never answers it. But yeah. I do love the fact also she doesn't have the normal superhero costume. She has like fifteen different costumes and they're all pretty just lackluster because mm. I think they're more practical. You're yeah, just th- like think... this is what you would wear under the dress? I think yeah, it was like a nice little touch. Like if in the bigger <laughs> superhero
1: fr- I Sorry, no, funny?
0: Luke just gave me he he bit his bottom lip with his teeth and gave me <laughs> a little raised eyebrow when I said it's practical. He just No, went, no, I was referring oh, to what's I happening on the screen. Oh, you're getting horny. Like you got a bad case of the hornies. Fourth
2: time there's just been like some really overtly sexual <laughs> Well, it's a sex comedy I, as it's, well. It's, I just—it's got like, Luke you know, Wilson in it. What do you expect?
0: In freaking Idiocracy, he has a he has a fight on a car with a giant purple dildo it's, on uh, it. I uh, mean, it's a and dildo- then he becomes dozer, president. <laughs> like, Luke, wow, this in his voice, he, he just went. It's actually called a dildoza, actually, I think. If like, who so doesn't even actually, <laughs> actually, <if Carl>
2: know? Called a dildoza. I think it was. <laughs> first time I saw that movie, that was at Reese's house, wasn't it? At friend house. the first
0: time I ever saw Idiocracy, which was the staple of my Luke Wilson knowledge. Because I saw him in that 70s show, but, like, that's one thing. Where it's, like, a, yeah. a show with, like, over 100 episodes, I think. It's got
1: 201, I think,
0: yeah. Yeah, right. That's a lot. Like, uh, like I've said to Bartek, hey, you remember that character that they replaced Eric with? Like, when they Eric left, they replaced him with this character, and you're like, no. And he, mm. he fell off the water tower and died. He was, like, Red's, like, nephew or something yeah
1: and i like that character more than the guy they replaced him with the yeah, other randy. one randy who sucked i, I think the <laughs> thing with that was like you said it was beginning of season eight i think it was actually end of season seven that's what i was getting but he was in eight. like s- 10 or more episodes and you just like he Goodbye. was in a good handful like right at like the 7 months. but
0: uh, you know Luke Wilson does sex comedies, and Idiocracy was my introduction to him. Proper outside of that seventy
1: show, I didn't make the connection that they were the same guy until way later. But uh, Idiocracy yeah, was the first one.
2: Com- wow, this is going the direction that we all thought it was. You were trying
1: to say something before, weren't you? Yeah, I was just gonna build on like the fashion statement that you said before. Like yeah. in the big superhero universes, they have like their uniforms and all that. Yeah. Whereas this one's set more in the real world, and you know, the yeah. girls just, you know, she's got. Her G symbol on a necklace or yeah. stitched on and that's it. And with all yeah. her like different clothes, it's like, oh, you know, she's just a regular girl. She has a lot of clothes. She wears different clothes when she goes out. Exactly. And just saves it. the world. This reminds me of,
2: you know how when we watched um, Kangaroo Jack. Yeah, this and, also and, and, reminded and, me
1: of yeah. Kangaroo Jack. That was and, back uh, in season guess, one of the podcast.
2: You, you told me like it, it was like marketed or it, it appeared to be something that would be suitable for kids. And then yes. it wasn't. It, this kind of, I'm getting a similar vibe here. I don't know.
0: I, didn't, I never thought this much. was marketed towards uh,
1: children. I was just all
2: that it would family. Be, that it would be like safe enough.
0: I don't know. I, I say, just. I don't know. It's just
1: felt to me like that. Well, I didn't see the marketing, but I, when I walked in, I didn't assume I'd see like uh, sex or anything like that. Uh, Are <laughs> sex. There's a
0: few sex. <laughs>
1: Well, I, I didn't mean, uh, as in singular. That was me hesitating, but, um... A sex? <laughs> a two. Um, you didn't... Also, I love the I fact I also that didn't his, think that the kangaroo in this film would talk the whole way through. It's
0: weird. I also love the fact that his henchman yeah. survives a thing that goes into
1: his heart. Mm. Well, I think the thing <laughs> yeah. with the wrestler guy is that, um... Like there are three times he's he a injured. wrestler guy, yeah. Yeah, I think he plays. I think he's played by a wrestler. Okay. Um, hey, Dave Batista.
2: No. Yeah. Right. I, as soon as he showed up, I'm like, Drax.
0: So you were surprised he got injured a lot because
1: he's a big guy. No, no, no. I was just saying that that was a running joke in the film. But like the first one, he just accidentally bumps a couch, and that's it.
0: Yeah. I I think I missed it. There's a bit later where he has his arm in a sling. Yeah. When did that happen? Uh, because that's don't know. a heart injury he just got. But then, like
1: later, he's got the his chest at least. Yeah.
0: It's like in the heart, right? I mean, if it hit the heart, I
1: feel like he'd be dead. Yeah, but he's got so much muscle. (laughs) Maybe he's the super... But nobody dies in this movie. Well, Great White Shark probably did. Isn't it
0: weird that this movie has more shark action than The Meg with Jason Uh, Statham? What a
2: disappointment. Um, (laughs) I was really looking forward to that. I was looking forward to
0: Jason Statham versus Shark. Biggie Smalls' trailer was terrible. Not as good as...
1: Luke Wilson versus shark after he's had sex. For anyone listening to this, I'm not saying that Biggie Smalls is in the film. That's the name of uh, the Luke fish. Wilson's goldfish. Yeah, it's cute. That is good that
0: it survives. I was worried. I was worried well, he about He saves it. it he he like goes out of his way. picks it up and runs into cold water.
2: Oh, Ryan, what's that thing, that movie, that... Christopher Walken's in. He's like, "You'll pay for this bears." Uh, oh, country, uh, country bears? bears. What's the? Is that the phrase he says? Or You'll
0: it... pay for no. Uh, You'll pay for this, this bears. bears. <laughs> You'll pay for this <laughs> bears. Like Not he's just discovered what bears anything. are. I just remembered it now. Um, Christopher Walken funny. was in Father
1: Figures, our last episode. Yeah, so he was the maybe... last of the potential father figures. He
0: was uh, Doctor. Walker Tinkler, according to an Irish trivia, <laughs> which, can Walker. we give Luke the the My Super Ex-Girlfriend quiz now? <laughs> sure. Explain to the audience and Luke about this quiz and how you found it.
1: For those uh, who have not listened to an episode of this podcast where I have brought a quiz, I, I usually like to look for quizzes about the films we do, and... Mm. Since, like, I don't know, middle of our second year, second season It's been a little difficult to find them But occasionally I do find them I found them. one last week You did, yeah, you did Um, This time I have found a quiz And it sports an entire one question And you also said to me it's the only quiz you could find. It's the only quiz I could find of this film and it only has one question. So Luke, he's
0: asking it to you. Alright, Bartek, hit me.
1: The question, which I will say, I didn't bring a copy of it, but I do, I've memorised it. I'm glad you could
2: memorise the one It's only one question. It's written in
1: all (laughs) lowercase. So the question is, is the ex-girlfriend super? The three options are yes, no, and who the fuck (laughs) <laughs> who spelt with double O? <laughs> so, Luke, what's the answer? Yes, no, or who Keep
0: the fuck Keep my- 100% fu- uh. of people have gotten this correct. And also, Bartek did miss out. The actual first option was who the fuck.
1: When I added um, the first option- When I looked at it, it, was the third one.
0: Oh, mine was the first. Well, maybe it's randomized. <laughs> so, Luke, you gotta pick. Yes, no, or who the fuck? Gotta be honest. All these, no question mark, either. All these answers <laughs> It's, no a it's, the only, it's the only question out no, of any of them. It's not even
2: a question. There's no question mark. <laughs> so, so,
1: Luke, Luke, answer it. No question mark in who the fuck.
0: Alright, alright, alright. Um, <citiz> well,
2: do you want to call a friend 5050? Oh, oh, we can't do roll 50 50 <baby> actually. <pudding> um, I'm going to say no. She's not very nice. Well, the but answer. Is she super. Yeah. The I don't answer is he's being a smart ass. I'm not being a.
0: So the answer was yes, but Luke, if you answer this online, my favourite part of it was it said, you know, the answer was this, you got it correct. But it wasn't, like, that answer. It was, the you got the last answer correct.
1: Oh, yeah, it <laughs> did say that. <laughs> like,
0: like, like, there was more.
1: It's like, it didn't want to tell you about the rest of the ones, but, like, the last one, yeah, you got it correct. You got it correct.
0: So, uh, Luke, have you ever dated someone who used to be a superhero, and then you dump them, and then they decided to go on a petty vengeance spree using and their superpowers? And they weren't j And at the same time, you also had to pitch uh, a thing to China. Not Jeff, but just trying to... As it happens, um... And then your dick carved into your forehead with her laser vision.
2: Well, not that last one. But, um, uh, yeah, man, I swear. There was a point a few years back, Sims, every other week was just a new Super X girlfriend. And, a new one. And, and working at the architecture firm and going out for gnocchi.
0: Gnocchi, he remembers yeah. that part of the uh, wanting gnocchi during all of the scenes. No, that's like, his experience,
2: isn't it? If you've had a good gnocchi, you'll know what I mean, because once you've You're had You're an Italian. They're just saying, no can go back.
0: Well, My I don't mommy. speak Italian either. But, uh, it's a the show. I remember when we did Kangaroo yeah. Jack, we just kept talking
1: about his grandmother. <laughs> well, in yeah. Kangaroo Jack, the, Love that you, was I'm back not. when we had gimmicks on our show, and our gimmick there was like, we have a real Australian with us.
0: Well, here's the gimmick. We have an Italian Australian joining us this episode, Lukey Pavarelli. So, wow. hi, Luke.
1: What's uh, your middle name, Giuseppe? Yeah. Um, it's I'll Anthony, watch,
0: isn't have
2: it? a
1: guess. Oh, fuck you, right? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> of what? course, it's Italian. It's Anthony. Antoni. Antonio. If
2: it had been Antonio, it. Uh, I, I, a, I, I love. If life. it was
0: Antonio, you would be Latino. Yeah. Lucio Antonio. <laughs> was, Antonio
2: can be a, a, an Italian.
0: Yeah. Antonio Banderas, a famous Italian actor. Lucio Antoni Lupe yeah, he, oh, Luke, Luke, Antonio Luperre Oh, Luke, Luke, you Luke, you're Italian. Exists. My my fiance is completely unrelated. My fiance works with a guy whose name is is Mario. Mario, something or other. I can't remember what his last name was. Like De Santa or something rather. Or
3: De
2: Desanto.
0: Do, do 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 you think he's Italian?
2: No, he sounds great.
0: He's Indian. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding. Uh, with apparently Portuguese Indian, if that helps you any. Portuguese Indian. <laughs> Portuguese Indian, according to Luke. But <laughs> I, she was just like this. Yeah, I work with a guy called Mario. I'm like, oh, like yeah, a very Italian guy. No, he's Indian. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I saw his last name is like Desantis. I'm like, what the fuck?
1: Look, I think it's a. <laughs> and I'm like, you better walk
0: in there and ask him a question. And then his answer
1: so was Portuguese. Indian. I'm like, oh, that answers everything. Yeah, he takes you aside and he's like, Ryan, you can't tell anyone.
0: I needed to tell my Italian friend Luke about it in case he, he's actually Oof. Indian. <laughs> so... Well, you
2: know Ryan, I remember when we first met, you telling me that your um background was... Polish? But like, 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 about 10 other things as well. Oh, a million things. Yeah. Uh, Polish, uh, New South Wales. Australian was one, I think.
0: Ukrainians uh, on the mother's side, you know. Ooh. Country boy. Con- country boy. So, here's the thing, guys, about this movie. This movie put a lot of effort (laughs) in and a lot of ideas in this world that they've created. We've talked about the superhero thing. I think this movie would have worked so much. I think this movie's downfall, personally, was timing. Could you imagine if this movie came out three years later? We'd still be talking about it in the way that we talk about Iron Man and all of that. Because this was... This wasn't the era in which you had bad ones like Spider-Man 3 and Daredevil and oh. stuff like that oh. where it was like superhero fatigue and superhero disdain. Yeah, everyone was watching Failure to Launch. Failure to Launch on a plane to Poland. Everyone was on it.
2: <laughs> this is your classic uh, abusive relationship by the way. Yeah, Luke's been classic. Classic,
0: classic. Um It's just like, you know, she's It's what just... we call a retro abusive relationship.
2: <laughs> she's acting up really badly mm. she's belittling him like not, not trusting him and then when he calls her out in it she bursts into tears I only do this because I love you
0: ah uh, question is that the same girl from the bar or is that a different girl that's a good Because I I asked my I I, I wasn't sure if it was supposed I love that joke where he he (laughs) he just hit her with the ball but I was like is it the same girl because they're both brownhead girls and I was like in the end he does get with that girl and I'm like is he just pursuing her everywhere she goes
1: that's creepy well he we've already established he always goes to the gym but I guess at that point we didn't know his reasoning for it
0: I do love uh my fiance question Rain Wilson about at the end he comes with sporting tickets okay so is it the uh, I don't know. I don't think it is. White women with brown hair look the same to me. Soz. Uh, hashtag <laughs> Oscar's so white. Um, You know. <laughs> and so Oscar's
1: white? so women with brown hair.
0: Oscar women brown hair, Isaac. That's Oscar Isaac's middle name. <laughs> so, so, like, what you were saying earlier
2: about, like, the the... the, the... The whiplash See, that happens here, like, he's just, like, goes straight to, I'm in love with somebody else. Yeah. Such a, no hints of this.
0: Well, no, I... no, you're wrong. He does hint that he's in love with Anna Faris from the very beginning. Maybe. I mean, he ogles her bottom as she's climbing uh, up a ladder. That nice. You know how that indicates that you love someone? I've ogled yeah.
1: many lovers' bottoms. Ryan. He's, uh, a, he's un- a regular bottom. Unrelated, chair. Ryan, can we, next episode onwards, do the podcast without chairs? And can I stand a bit further back?
0: Uh, I thought you were going to ask, hey Ryan, could you, next episode of the podcast, just be standing on a ladder while doing and it like, so I can look at your bottom? And like face away from Oh, of the course, movie. of course. Not just turning the neck, but. But what bottom. I was going to say was my fiance made a crack at this movie by being like, why Luke, uh, Owen Wilson doesn't seem. Uh, no, Owen Wilson, no, sorry. Rain Wilson doesn't seem like the type of guy who would be into sports when he has the tickets at the end the way he is. Mm. I'm like, how dare you? Throughout the whole movie, they make a big deal about how he's into physical Activity like the gym and squash and running and and all of that and sex. So if anything, yes. But I find it interesting, you know, comedy. A part of the joke is how you frame something. So you have this type of character, his right hand, his wingman guy, who's a, you know, the joke here is it's Rain Wilson. He's a loser. He's a nerdy schlubby guy, and he thinks he's you know, this sexy Casanova guy. Like say an obvious example in The Big Bang Theory, there's Wallowitz he thinks he's that, but the joke is, he's not that, he's a failure, he's a fuck-up, he's a loser. In this movie, they do that, but then they reveal, no, he's actually all of those things. And I just go, okay, is, there a jo- is that a joke, or is this just like a reverse, is this a, a twist on the expectations of the joke, because at the end it's revealed he's actually, he's all of the things he says he is. Is that the joke? Uh, or is that a twist on expectations? Because I was like, if, "Would this would this still be the same if you cast his best friend as Owen Wilson, where you would believe that type of character, or or as?" you know, someone who's a player like Matthew McConaughey or someone, but it's like, in this, it's like, it's Rain Wilson, so you don't take him seriously. But then at the end of the movie, it's like, no, 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 actually, you should have. Maybe, he's actually genuine about all of the things he's saying. Maybe
2: that's that, that was the intention. It's like, oh, they won't believe it, the audience, but then we have a big payoff at the end. I,
0: I felt intention. paid off.
1: What about you, Bartek? So, did, did you see pay? that twist coming that actually he was right all along? To be fair, I hadn't really thought... Too much about it. Just when it happened at the end, really? I was like, "Oh, okay." He he had sex with the girl, and she really liked it. Yeah, but he's actually amazing at it. The, mm. the, the,
0: he's actually everything he says he is in this movie, which is great. I actually was like, I wasn't too sure what to think of it, but I, I, yeah, I realized I'm like,
1: this is great. I genuinely didn't think much about it, but it is really good that it was it was set up and there was a payoff. to it. I mean, it was like the mid credit scene, so it was something that you had to. Stick around yeah, and Stick see. around yeah. for. Uh-oh, she's
0: yelling at him. Luke, have you had women blow you like this?
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, <it's> Just. <laughs> are you saying you've never been blown away by a pretty woman?
2: Yeah. Um, Bartek, that's a really nice way of putting it. If only that was what Ryan had meant. <laughs> well, do you oh think... my
1: god. No, Luke, he said blow, <laughs> not suck. I knew a girl
0: in high school. No joke, there was what a girl in my high school. Oh who thought a blowjob was literally to blow on the penis. And then she did that and the guy was like, what are you doing? Dear. dear (laughs) What are you doing? And she's like, I'm giving you a blowjob. So just
2: put something out here? He's got like three Coke cans lined up in the windowsill there. What do you think that is about?
0: He drinks Coke. Why is it in the fridge? Because he finished the cokes off. Why did he put him in the recycling? Also, great, great outfit, Rain. Mm. Well, this is the dream
1: sequence, right? Yeah,
0: but I love how he dreams about him in this outfit. (laughs) (laughs) Can you just think about that? (laughs) Think about that. That either means, A, he has this outfit and has enough for him to dream about it, or B, he really wants him to wear an outfit like this. Or he thinks that this
1: is the type of thing he would wear.
0: Or C, this is the type of thing he thinks he would wear. It
1: Uh, would be interesting if, like, everything in this sequence was like his like subconscious perception. I would love that. Yeah. If this
0: was the movie Inception, it would also be pretty great. If, yeah, that would if work too. He was sitting there and then Leonardo DiCaprio spinning his thing and he's like, What? Am I in a dream right now? And then Owen comes
1: in, is like, whoa man. It's like if I had a dream It's about- Marley and me <laughs> It's like if I had a dream about you right now. It's like, oh, Ryan's a wacky guy, and you always wore that multicolored suit that you sun- that you wear. <laughs> yeah, my tie dye suit. It's
0: like guy. if I ever it's remembered t-tsy my t-tsy dreams, and I think about if you're in them, it would just be Bartek wearing green pants. Yeah, because he he wears green track pants. Not wearing them now, but like
1: haven't worn them in a few weeks. Yeah, I would
0: think that that'd be it, and you'd have a beard. At the moment, Bartek's beard is pretty light, because he shaved it a few weeks back, yes. and it's still getting to full strength, so if you're wondering, oh, I'm feeling a bit weak this episode, it's because Bartek's beard is not at full strength yet, it's okay. Because you charging. have to give me, like give me your
1: energy, like Goku's spirit bomb. Chainsaw up the ass.
2: It might well be that this outfit and the chainsaw is big dick energy, but...
1: Oh, Luke up with his big dick energy. Yeah, you were talking about that before. Oh, look that big. Maybe this is
0: the originator of BDE, as Luke called it, off the cuff without any spurring of it.
2: Acronyms. Jeez. Acronyms? Yeah. You know Acronyms B-D-E
1: Is an Bondage Dick's Ecstasy Dick,
0: I, I will say this And I, I There's no I love that old lady And I think I've seen her In a bunch of things actually <laughs> She's probably, no June Squibb But who is She's probably dead now but, who June Squibb She's that, still that, that good That lady That lady Don't be racist Against old people <laughs> Yeah Old people dying's a stereotype <laughs> I was gonna say And there's no Polite way to say this is, But I think this is I've seen Luke Wilson In a bunch of things Hmm uh, this is the tubbiest I've ever seen him. I was like, he's actually quite tubby in this movie. Oh, like, t- tubby. tubby. I thought he said
2: topiest. That's what I thought too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, tubby. He was, no, he was He's quite pudgy
0: in this movie, and yeah, I usually maybe. think of him, like, in that 70s show, I remember he was really fit, because he was ex-military, right? That was his mm. thing, or he just came yeah. out of the military. He, well, was, he mili- was something it like was that, It was kind yeah. of like
2: that in Idiocracy as well. But, I mean, he in had...
0: Idiocracy, he was pretty fit.
2: Yeah, because he was still part, like, he was part of the military. But in this, yeah. I'm like,
0: oh, I can really see how he's a Wilson brother, because his face is a lot more filled out, because Owen has a big face. Like, mm. a big head. Uh, but in this, I'm like, oh, okay, but then I've seen him again, in more recent things. Like, oh, no, he's really fit now. I guess in this movie, he's like... I reckon he went a little method and he was just like, I want to come across as a schlubby, normal guy. Because even in Idiocracy, he's in the military. In Idiocracy, he's a part of the military still. So he still has to be convincing enough to be in the military. But in this, he's supposed to
1: come across as like a schlubby guy Mm -hmm. who has a goldfish. I mean, you were saying earlier, like with your theory about Mark Consuelos, I forget his character's name, um, how, yeah, even though he does look a bit like kind of, Tuffy, he still got hurt by that, so... You, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Wanda Sykes giving him a good going down. I'm I'm
2: really she agreeing with you more than ever now. I really... like This is okay for a running gag, like, you know... Of her? Of her trying to get him fired for, like, what she imagines to be. Sexual harassment, but I I wish her involvement had been...
1: More? Yeah. I really wanted to see her therapist. (laughs) I I I did like the touch of she giving him the therapist's card. Like, it showed, like, a little bit of...
0: Yeah, Niceness, and I, I did love the, the, the and you may not even agree or notice, but I, I love that for me, a little comedic touch to enforce that her character is very much a feminist mm. is that it's a female therapist when he's like, yeah. Yeah, I'll give him a call. Oh, her a call. yeah I'm just like, of course she has a female therapist. Like it's just, it goes with a character. It's like a little touch mm. that a screen, a screenplay could have just skipped over. But this one included all Luke Wilson to cite. Great. I love Luke's acting in the scene, by the way. He's very just like, I've accepted my fate. Yeah. But like, that touch is... I love the little touches in movies like this where you don't need it, but it adds to the things, the jokes, the atmosphere, the
1: world, the characters. Yeah, that, that's an interesting observation because... When I looked at that, I just thought of like the immediate thing of like, oh, he's covering his ass so he doesn't get told off again. But yeah, it does say something about her as well. I also
0: thought he was going to meet the therapist and it was going to be Uma Thurman doing a psycho (laughs) trick on him because I was expecting her to ruin his life in really obsessively crazy ways. Also, Luke, you know she's evil now because she's got curly hair and wearing a hoodie.
2: A, a, what appears to be a very. But
0: Ryan, you've got curly hair and you're wearing a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm. <laughs> yeah. We knew that Ryan was but you know, it's different for me because it means either I'm one, the mad scientist, or two,
1: the scientist's assistant. Mm, but you've got over 120 episodes of Defending Unappreciated Masterpieces, so that. I'm make, a hero. Every episode makes you a little more good. Well, yeah, and that's the deep lore of this show. Did that, that
2: say, did the car say "fuck
0: you"? No, it said "you suck." Oh, because it showed you first and then suck. It that wouldn't make sense s- if it was.
1: Yeah, but you fuck. <laughs> like, I guess he does. <laughs> what if he? <laughs> no, no it, no, it would said. work because he would be like, "you fuck." You fuck. How funny would it be if he saw the wrong word for "Suck you." It's like, oh, okay, okay <laughs> and then zips on his pants. I
0: actually would have loved that. I didn't think of that until. If he, so he was like "suck you" and he's like, oh, 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 "okay," and then zips on his pants, and she's like, "no." And then punches it That would be great It's
2: amazing She didn't die from that
0: No It's okay She she used precision mm. Now this film has, has the gloriousness Of Eddie Izzard And Eddie didn't really Have much of a role In the Avengers So I do want to talk about him Do
1: we know Eddie Izzard And do we like him Yeah I've, I've known of him I hadn't really been Too familiar with him I actually first discovered him, and I think my f- our friend Nathan Malloy has the exact same discovery of. There were these videos on YouTube that took the audio from some of his stand-up shows. Yeah, and but the audio was placed over Lego yep. reenactments of of those stand-up things. That's how I've I, seen those. Yeah, okay. That's how I first discovered him. Like, oh, this is by some guy named Eddie Izzard, and this isn't actually just like. The guy that made the video making funnies over this Lego stuff—it's no, actually taken he, from a real person. I I knew him from the Avengers. That's where I first <laughs> yeah. saw him. And then I Googled him and saw him wearing like you know cross dressing, and I'm like, oh okay, so he like cross dresses.
0: Yeah, that's his thing. Yeah. What about
1: you, Luke? Eddie Azard.
0: I
2: like his stand up
0: most of all. Stand up, really? I always liked his acting the best. That um, or when he actually appears on panels. Is he still like acting nowadays? Constantly? Yeah, I swear he was in something recently. He's in the TV. He was in the TV show Hannibal a lot. No, it was one of the uh, series' antagonists. sometimes,
2: it was, yeah, sometimes it was like, oh, yeah, Hannibal TV series. He man. played a guy who
0: got framed for being Hannibal Lecter Crimes because he, he did a crime that was very similar to Hannibal's crimes, and they're like, you're Hannibal. And he's just like, <laughs> okay. I like the <laughs> trivia for this scene. Oh, you mean Luke Wilson had a body double? For when he was naked,
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? For all the people watching, it's like, that's not Luke Wilson's ass. My
0: personal favourite thing is the fact that the actors acted in slow motion instead of it actually being done in slow motion when Mm. they were reacting. Like, I love that in movies. It's like, my favourite gag ever is in the (laughs) TV show Police Squad.
2: Oh, wonder!
0: Have you ever seen the TV show Police Squad? It's the TV that, show that's that spawned related to... the naked gun movies. Yeah, I haven't, but I wonder okay, because I really at like At the naked end gun. of every episode, they do that thing in the 1970s, especially when they would all be like, here's the lesson of the episode. And then they laugh and then they freeze frame. And then credits roll. Instead of freeze-framing, they all just stand Stand frozen in place. (laughs) And things happen. Like, there's a monkey in one, and then a guy who's being arrested, and then he tries to get out, but he can't get out because he's stuck in the screen and the door's locked. Did that show only have, like, a few episodes or something? It had six episodes. Yeah, I thought so. The joke on the back of the box is, there are six million stories in Naked City, but here are only six of them for you. One one millionth, yeah. Yeah, because that's all we were allowed. Yeah. Um, I always preferred the show over the movies because oh, the okay. show, the show is just. It's fucking great. Is it like Frank Drebin
1: and everything? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. The only difference is OJ's not in it. Yeah. They have a better actor, which was, I was really disappointed they didn't bring him into the movie because he was always funnier. Mm. Uh, and they have a different actor for his sidekick who's played by Alan North. And he was, I, I thought, funny in the show as well because he played more serious as well. But, like, yeah. one of my favorite jokes, like you love this. Uh, they, Drebin's not in it. It's like before the murder's about to happen. (laughs) This is a great joke. But uh, uh, he goes, the guy goes, come with me. Let's walk through my Japanese garden. And they walk out and there's just a bunch of Japanese people standing in pots. That's pretty good. (laughs) With dirt up to their ankles. (laughs) It's one of my favorite things. Or, hey, can you tap that phone? And he goes, okay. Throughout the whole scene, you see he's getting his equipment and tapping the phone. But then by the end of it, he turns the phone into a tap. <laughs> and they're lie. like, You genius oh, And then the, it actually works as a tap and they're it's like, like Thanks. smart
2: kind of humor.
0: That or they have the obvious joke of there's a guy who's really tall, he's so tall that his face is cut off from the frame and they're like, Oh, you got something on your on your mouth and he's like, Oh, did I get it? And it's like, No 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 on the other side and then you see a whole banana
1: just <laughs> drop <laughs> Because he's so huge. Megan Gunn always had good visual jokes. I'm glad the original material also did. Uh,
0: So, Eddie Izzard, I love Eddie Izzard. I think he's a great actor. He's always got that... He always plays Eddie Izzard, uh, which is great, because no one else can play Eddie Izzard other than Mm. him. He has that... You know, I honestly think he could have played Jack Sparrow at one point, because he's got that... He's got that... He sounds drunk. He's got that British accent. He uh, He sounds a little... Zhang right like this Less dashing but No, yeah. no, no, no I reckon you could make him very dashing But that's the thing Jack Sparrow is not dashing <laughs> What, are you crazy? Uh,
2: Jack Sparrow's not dashing
0: He's not dashing That's Orlando Bloom's Whatever, character he's swashbuckling He's swashbuckling, not dashing I, I wouldn't say, because his character's a slimy piece of shit The only dashing part <laughs> he gets is his introduction of his ship sinking as he lands as he as he gets into port, but that's it. The rest of the time he's a slimy piece of shit who looks like a rat who you'd want to kick because he's a piece of
1: shit. ProfessorBedlam.com. That is the sh- oh, shittiest email. Do you
0: I want have. to tell him about the trivia It's not
1: an email address, it's a website. For one. <laughs> <laughs> do you, you want to tell him more about it? Website. Uh there was a trivia point about it. didn't it like exist? It did exist yeah. when this movie came out, oh,
0: but unfortunately But unfortunately the uh the ownership of it has lapsed now and it's owned by someone else.
2: That's that's no excuse. The Space Jam
0: website is still up. <laughs> yeah, that's like the sp- But that's because Michael Jordan has nothing else to song. do, so we better run the website. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um I don't know if you guys grew up with this, but there was this TV show called the the Crat Brothers. The Krat Brothers. In which there were like two brothers who talked about nature. Stuff like animals and stuff, and they dressed up in those kind of khaki outfits. Their website's still up, and it looks exactly like you think it does from the nineties <laughs> and two thousands, like bright, colorful, j- jumbly mess. I
1: do like those old school like websites that so sometimes still exist. Uh, I
0: think I love ones that still make websites like that today. Even I think there's this like shouldn't.
1: I think there's this like webs the. A website that still exists, like an old news website that hasn't updated but it still has like old stories on it. I should look that up.
0: My favorite site was the Abe Vigoda is still alive site. Uh, and then when he died, they're like, he's dead. And then this is a, it was just a picture of Abe Vigoda, And it says, he's still alive. And then when he died, it's like, he's dead. And they just put like paint cr- crossed. Like they used paint and just put crosses over his eyes.
1: I think I heard on a podcast <laughs> earlier this year that. How old was it, um, Abe oh, he's in his 90s. Oh. That I think there's like some. Good life. Brendan Fraser photography website that hasn't been updated in forever or something like that. <laughs> I wonder
0: there's, why that is. There's one too where it's like the same page, the same photo of Nicolas Cage yeah. every day. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 every a day. Thing too. So look this movie has many people. Anna Farris is a returning star for us. She's also known as a good comedy lady. She was married to Chris Pratt. The House she Bunny was is an excellent... The House um, Bunny, we should film. cover it on the show one day. She was in the scary movies as the leading actress in yes. them. Uh, she's always very funny, but for us on our show, we've had her in...
1: Observe and Report.
0: Observe and Report. I think that's it. I Part think me, I like, checked I the cast yesterday. I swear she was in something else, but... My memory's like that. I thought uh, Rain Wilson
1: appeared on our show, think, but he hasn't. I think I checked the cast yesterday, and I think she was only an observer and Report. So,
0: for us, she's played a very different character to what she is in this. In this, she's the mild-mannered friend, girlfriend, blah, 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 sweetheart. In that movie, she's disgusting and detestable, and I love the fact it's that bitchier. Anna Faris can... Show her dynamic range as mm. an actress. She can be the love interest. She can be the comedic star. She could be the antagonistic. But right figure. in she can both all of these things in both
1: films, she got to be in a scene with a naked man. That is true. Uh, that's a stipulation. It wasn't in a her stri- contract. It wasn't a st- I reckon. And I would, would you and say totally that? Would you say involved, that Luke Wilson was uh, streaking in this though? Streaking. Yeah, like showing exposing oh, himself.
0: I thought you were going to talk about the fact that well, in the other movie the she screen. has two sex scenes with naked men. So. No, no, no.
1: The 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 whole big like subplot of that film is that oh. there's like a flasher running through the mall. Yes,
0: who for a little bit I thought was Stephen Root, but then it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. Um, so Luke Free Jones, Peverelli. It's Lucio
1: yeah. Antoni Peverelli. Hey, Did he get it bad.
0: right? Did he get it right?
2: Oh, sorry. I'm
1: just Lucky Luciano.
2: At this sort of thing. It's like, they just had sex. Why are their clothes still on?
0: No, because th- they had sex that night. This is the morning after. Excuse not me. Not everyone remember... wants to sleep completely naked, dude. Maybe she wants to not have a shark thrown at her pussy. There was this artist on <laughs> Sorry, the... Sorry, you are going to ask me something? <laughs> yeah, I was going to... Uh, you 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 go quickly first. There's an artist. Uh, there, was,
1: there's an, there was an artist on the internet who made a... Joke comic about the full plot of Metal Gear Solid Three. Yeah. Um, and it's it's very very popular on the internet. And um, there's a scene right near the end of the game where Snake in that game had slept with the, like the the femme fatale of the game. Yeah. Um, but before and after in like the cutaway when the sex happened, their clothes were all on. So the joke in the comic was, "Wow, that was some really good pants-on cuddling." <laughs>
2: <laughs> do you think a shark would have been able to do all that without being in water? Yeah. Like, moving around. Oh yeah 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 point?
1: yeah. A hundred percent. And oh, it yeah. would b- still be bloodthirsty right. for whoever it saw.
0: Oh no, hundred percent. Not thirsty oh, yeah. for water. No, I hadn't. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Isn't it that sharks die if they stop moving? There was some animal like that because sharks know. always are moving. They're in their sleep, they're, yeah, they're swimming in circles, move. and they can't stop or also can't breathe. Maybe because the water maybe it goes was in sharks. through movement.
1: I can't remember which What I'm was,
0: saying anyway. is, this movie is better than Jaws. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to get around Sorry, to.
1: Just a quick moment to
0: say, Utah sucks.
1: Utah <laughs> does suck. Have yeah. you been there?
0: No, but one There day. you
1: go. Isn't Utah yeah. the state that, like, allows polygamy or something? And it sucks, uh, and yeah, the yeah. blows. You know
2: Arizona, you can't have sex in a parked car, because apparently it's a traffic offense.
0: Yeah, it's called dogging in England. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, I call that
2: bestiality. <sighs> what
0: do you it's call it? Bestiality. He was making a joke about having sex Isn't with Isn't dogging an Australian
1: term for, like, uh, Meeting
0: up in public places for sex? Dogging the boys? You mean, is that what you're referring to, Bart? Like being a dick to people oh, yeah, or like, something? Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, you dogged them. I remember... You dogged them. You I don't... You remember. Know, you know, you're in not in, dogging someone. Exploit exploit oh, you are dogging. Do- I remember in... You dog someone, yeah. I remember
1: in, like, yeah. year 10 religion class, we watched a film called... I think dogging was... the boys. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it was the temptation by, of dogging the, Jesus, made, made
2: by the same people who made uh, the, the film you've showed me, the Ninja one. What's it called? Three
0: Ninjas, Surf Ninjas. No, the
2: the the one you made at your old high school. Oh, called... uh, turf, wars? Uh, turf wars. Turf wars. <laughs> my my high school
0: friends making a film called mm. Turf Wars. For the people who brought you turf wars. It's dogging <laughs> <and> the boys, <laughs> or
1: the last dogging of Jesus. <laughs> no, no. I, I think I think the film by the f- Jews. <laughs> I think the film we watched was The Crucible. I
0: th- oh, yeah, uh, the, the, the film the adaptation of the play.
1: Yeah, and I think whatever film it was, at the very beginning, there's a scene where someone is tied to a cross and thrown down a river. Yeah. And I remember one person in our class, when that happened, yelled that, oh, that's such a dog move.
0: <laughs> I remember when I saw the last Harry Potter movie mm. in the cinema, when, um, spoiler alert for Deathly Hallows Part 2, characters die. Um, there's that scene in which Harry dies and he's in the white area and there's the yeah, Voldemort like the fetus and Dumbledore's there and, 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 and a guy, a very loud man, a very flamboyant <laughs> loud man said, said, Nice clothes, Grandpa! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, good one. Did you think it's over, Luke? Because then when Bellatrix died... He stood up. He was a few rows late. He stood up and he said, Oh yeah, kill the one with the fashion sense and then clicked. <laughs> his wow.
2: The most obnoxious. And it was thing no no I no
0: go. no. It was the best thing ever, because I did not care for the movie too much. I enjoyed the first part more, but it was the most entertaining part of the movie going experience for myself. And there are Harry Potter fans out there going, like Luke, annoying. And I'm like, nah, nah, it was great. <laughs> someone would have laughed too. Someone
1: would have somebody had to say it. Somebody had to say it. I, don't, I haven't really gotten too many, like, people talking in the cinema, like, oh. saying funny things. The closest I can think of, is I saw a Bollywood film once, and there were some guys fighting behind us. <laughs> Physically? <laughs> like, punch on? I, I can't remember if they punch- were punching, but they were getting pretty intense with their words. Oh. I remember there was a really loud conversation the during
0: one cats. of the movies I went to on a date. I think it was a Will Ferrell comedy movie. And, and somebody at the back row would just, just said, Oh, fuck me up the ass." <laughs> and then <I> said <laughs> once!
1: Oh, fuck me up the ass.
0: Nancy Hoffman Gallery. I wonder if that's a real gallery. I mean, you I saw the sign. You saw him walk Ooh. in. Luke, you like art. Which piece did you want to take... Into your home.
2: Ah, uh, the one of the person lying on their side on the, on the floor. Oh, it was, really? It was just in shot. I,
0: I, I like the one earlier that he saw of a deer giving birth to a, a human. That was a pretty good one Yeah, that guy, that
2: guy down there. Look at him. Yeah. It's relatable.
0: Not, with, the, uh, with the exposed spinal cord. And a
1: big ass. I like the one that was... Bo- <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the big ash. We ass. get it, Luke.
1: You're a bot guy. You like bots on guys. We I get
0: like
2: it. Big, yeah, you know.
0: Anaconda, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a snake. Uh, that's what take. it. That's what it means. Actually,
2: no, the the, the one of the arm just there. That's pretty cool. That I is like actually that. pretty cool. Yeah. It looks like that Bucky Barnes' cool. arm.
0: Uh, okay. See, he had to relate to superheroes, but earlier he was just like, I wouldn't say I'm much of a superhero knowledge guy, and then what? it's like Bucky that Barnes's arms. That. That so <laughs> Before, that. when I was like, you're the superhero guy out of us, I you're like, ah, you know, I wouldn't say that about me. No, don't don't, don't, sure don't that put either. that square peg in that round hole, oh. Ryan. We, we've
1: had the guy that played Bucky Barnes on the show. He was in the... Cr-
0: Sebastian Stan.
1: Yeah, the he was in I the. I almost said the Crucible. Um, the Crucible. It the, was the uh, the, the con- con- not conjuring co- covenant. Covenant. The covenant. Yeah. The
0: covenant. covenant. Like Where he was the super gay movie that Luke would have loved. He'll <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> ask the question, did you want to watch The Craft, but with all guys who look the same? <laughs> <laughs> no joke. It was like every yeah, guy other that, than right. Sebastian Stan looked exactly the same and even he looked like the others. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was such a good movie though because it had um, Taylor, Ke- uh, Taylor Kitsch in it. Oh uh, yeah, that guy. And um, it was great. Uh,
1: so, oh. oh, the art piece that I liked was the statue of the guy looking up. Uh, I knew you loved looking up, guy. He'd be looking up at looking me. Looking
3: up.
0: What were you about to say, Luke? Hi, beautiful. That's Come right in. Hey, I'm beautiful. on the terrace. Um, I don't remember. No, Bartek, did My he God. write that
1: grammatically he a lot correct? Of
2: money when he was an architect. Mm-hmm.
0: Jesus.
1: Sorry, I was listening to Luke's uh, real- realisation of look something. This, Luke realised that he's
0: rich when he said, I, yeah, I've redesigned this place three times already since I've moved in.
1: Yeah, he's rich, Luke. Oh, yeah, he did say that. that. Really he's
0: rich, Luke. He works at a mm. at an architecture firm. I'm
2: surprised he doesn't dress better.
0: He's a schlub. He's been fired at this point, <laughs>
1: to be fair, but yeah.
2: I was going to say earlier, when he, when he got um stripped naked in that meeting, from the back, he was fairly well-muscled.
0: We ju- we were- yep because he's he's really 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 because he had sex with Uma Thurman a lot you get some muscle energy as they've described now I'm gonna talk about touch for a second I thought the Your movie sense. Okay, okay if it was me and I had the Rock right not the Dwayne the Rock but the Rock in oh, this the plot movie rock. Yeah. the plot Rock and it drains her of her powers I would have put it under the table that they're eating at now.
1: Uh, to, like, hide it, sort of.
0: And then when she sits down, it drains her powers, and then it's like, surprise! But I thought, oh, this movie's being smart. She has to touch it, because that's how she got her powers in the first place, was touching it. Yeah. And that's how she gets them again later, by touching it. But in this, and they do show this with her strand of hair, it doesn't need to be touched, just close proximity. Yeah. But I was just like, oh, why not do it under the table? That would be a lot easier. <laughs> But also, I love the idea that a, a box... A present box, a, a, yeah. <laughs> a present box, a cardboard box, gives enough shielding. It insulates the effect, yeah. It's a high Why doesn't a jacket? <laughs> <box>. <laughs> what? And another thing, the super hair, this has always bugged me, even in Superman. In Superman, they have like a little comic strip in which it shows you how he bam, shaves bam. by shooting his laser beams into a bunch of mirrors and it shaves his face. That's right, how he shaves. Yeah. But in Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, the best Superman movie, Lex Luthor has a strand of Superman's hair and makes a nuclear man. But he walks in and is like in this museum where it's like the strand of hair holding up like uh, a big weight. Big weight. And he walks in with some pliers and just cuts it. (laughs) But here's the thing in this movie, they get her strand of hair from a
1: hairbrush. And I'm like, oh, but hairbrush can pull it out easy. I guess because the scalp isn't. Hard, I guess? No. Like, no. It was, the hair wasn't cut, it was just pulled out, right? Yeah, but it's still, like, super strength. So it wouldn't snap, but you'd pull it out of the head, maybe, oh, is the thing. Wow.
0: Maybe My oh, wow. credit would be just nice. hair coming out natural, loose. But I still think you can't pull Superman's hair out of his head.
1: Has anyone tried?
0: I think Batman tried. <laughs> I don't think you could, because super strength. I don't think it works like that with Superman, but I was like... in this, I guess if
1: he's hard-headed.
0: I do love in Batman v Superman. You've you have, you've seen it, haven't you? I've no. seen
1: Ultimate the, Edition. Uh, the
0: only thing worth watching it for is the fight. But the best part is just the image of Batman grabbing a sink off the wall and smacking Superman over the head with it because it's just such trash. It was more
1: memorable than most of the film,
0: yeah. Oh, come on. What about when Jesse Eisenberg shoved a Jolly Rancher in a senator's mouth? Yeah, but it
1: was a three-hour film. there was a lot.
0: <laughs> what about the bit in which Jesse Eisenberg had a... Left a jar of granny's peach tea for Holly Hunter to realize, oh no,
1: that's his urine. That really, I don't remember. <laughs>
0: oh fuck, that's one of the most memorable that's... parts. Is he gives a whole thing about like granny's peach tea or it means urine, and then when he bombs the building, that's what she sees is granny's peach tea, and she's like, oh no, pee pee in a jar. But here's the best part it was a huge jar, like a huge jar, so he and he filled it up all the way, so that means he had a lot of piss. I uh, just wanted to bring that up, because this movie was above Batman v Superman, because it actually let Rain Wilson be a, hi- a hero, because I like the uh, fact that Rain Wilson's character was a little bit of a slimeball, a duplicitous guy, but he's actually an, he's a good friend, mm. like it's one of these things where you actually go, you know what, if he was my friend, uh, he would actually be a good friend, like he's, he's a terrible guy on a level, he's a misogynistic slimeball yeah. guy, but it's actually like, if he was your friend you wouldn't be saying, Ew, I want to get away from him because of those reasons. You're like, oh, that's just one of the negative things about his personality. We all have that, you know, like, mm. you know, you know, we all have that about our friends, even here on the panel where I'm like, oh, Bartek, not wearing his green pants today. Ting in the negative box. And then, like, Luke, you know, for you, it's, you know, the fact your middle name's Anthony, you know, Ting in the negative box. And, <laughs> and you know, for me, it's, you know, it the fact that I'm negative. only a lab assistant villain, not the actual lab villain.
1: So, Ting in yeah. my and box. And your good looks make her fe- uh, us feel insecure. Ding, ding, ding. That's and four it makes boxes. Me, and it makes me st- st- stutter my words.
2: Despite choreography, is simply stunning.
0: I love that Rain Wilson's like, she's dead, man, just let her go. <laughs> <laughs> he oh, no, the Jeff China. Hey, you love Wayne's World, right?
1: Yeah. Is
0: this the same set in Wayne's World <laughs> when him and um the love interest are Cassandra? on the rooftop wow. of the of the club and they're speaking uh what is it, Cantonese? Yeah. Is this the same one set, the rooftop set, with the, the thing that they fell in? Because doesn't someone fall through that in the in that movie? Or they're, they're near it. Like, I saw this, and I'm like, I think this is the same set from Wayne's World. When she's speaking in, I think Cantonese, or was she from Singapore? I can't remember. But, um... I think this is the same rooftop set, is basically what I'm getting at, as I in Wayne's rem- World. I can't remember that one set Anna very Ferris with
2: red hair. Is
0: interesting. She doesn't <laughs> like it. <laughs> she says that later. She's like, oh, God, my hand then puts a beanie on. Huh. But yeah, I want you to look at this set, Bartik, and maybe we'll have a look no. later at Wayne's yeah, World. I, I have to look a- at the
1: Wayne's World one. I love Wayne's World. <laughs> I love both, yeah.
0: People often say that's the best Saturday Night Live movie ever, like a movie from Saturday Night Live characters, and then yeah. I just have to... I love World, but I have to put my hand on their shoulder and just go... Blues Brothers. Mm. And then just walk right away. in the testicles. That, that or Coneheads. <laughs> I haven't away. seen Coneheads. We're going to do that on the show one day, because I genuinely believe that is one of the best comedy movies from that era and it's got such a low rating and people don't like it and I don't know why. It's got David Spade in it too. It's, you know, I'm Dan love- Aykroyd. Ryan likes and anyway. Spade. I love David Spade. I'm I like def- him too. I have... Many sat times down. you've told me. No, no yeah. I, I, my friends own a bar. And one time I s- sat down and I was like 1230 at night. And I was arguing with someone about the how much I respect and love David Spade. And I think he's above hanging out with Adam Sandler at this point. <laughs> yeah. I agree. And I've defended him. I've defended you, David Spade. And I don't regret it. This is a David Spade Stan podcast. This is the Spade podcast in which we talk about every guy whose Spade last name is Polish. Spade. We only talk about David. Actually, that's the that's the joke. That's and, the and, given. Fa- and failure to launch. Oh, we talk about failure to launch. Which, by the way, I couldn't find. Sm- David
2: Spade return from um, Kronk's new
1: groove?
0: I don't think. I don't
1: think so. Hmm. Go on. Yeah, I was gonna say I was convinced that this movie, My Super Ex-Girlfriend, was on Netflix, but it wasn't. Oh, uh, that's but because failure to have a, is. Uh, it's
0: because you have Australian Netflix and Australian Netflix. Um, Conveniently removes movies a week or uh, a few, within the week of us I'm wanting sure it was to do like two this. Two days or something. Um. Yeah. Because this was of on of Australia. Fun fact: This was on Australian Netflix, but I didn't even bother looking if it was there because Australian Netflix is so bad to the point in which I tweeted them and they just said sorry. It it often we often get this complaint and I and then they gave me a form to fill in of suggestions for movies and I wrote in each suggestion box keep the movies that you put on there for more than a week. <laughs> because they suck. <laughs> I have to get annoyed because, uh, because you know, I can see, you, you can look up what they have on American Netflix and they have fucking everything. Yeah, when I, I Google, like, Australian, is it on Netflix?
1: It's like, oh, it is on this here one. Here on Australian
0: Netflix, it's like, oh, you like that movie? Enjoy it for the week. It's on there. Because because that's all we're going to have it on there for because we suck. How I'm am I going to recommend Batman? on
1: Australian Netflix and I'm annoyed. Yeah. How am I gonna recommend Bubble Boy to people when only America has it? Exactly. Then you have to go to America and take back what's yours.
0: Well, we're gonna recommend it only to Americans. Mm. Hey, do it for my country. America. Do it for your country. Bubble Boy. Check it out. Yeah, let's It came out it. in two thousand and one. A very poignant time for you guys. Bartek, re- <laughs>
2: recommend me a great Polish film.
1: Um my family <laughs> tells me that. A Polish comedy called Sex Missia, which means sex mission, is a really good comedy. Sex.
0: I knew. I, I kind of gathered. I've even. seen.
1: I've mentioned on the show before. I've only seen That's the last great. quarter of it. It's about. It's set in the future where only women exist. These two guys, well, I guess they were crying gently frozen or something, ended right. up in the it, world. It's, so it's like, idiocra- idiocracy. It's idiocracy, yeah. but with women. With sex. Yes. Well, they're not idiots or anything. No, but, but they wake up. It's only women. Okay, so mm. they
2: wake up in the future. And there's only women. Then what happens? Mm.
1: Well, I've only seen the last quarter of it on uh, like TV. Is there a villain? There, there, there's, there's, there's also a women. film directed by a guy named Gavin Hood. It's called um, it's called i <laughs> Pustya, which is um, which means in the desert and wilderness. Oh, okay. This um, one sounds it, less like a comedy. It was it was like a like family film that I saw as a kid about these two Polish kids that go to Africa to look for their parents or something. It's called The Gods Must Be Crazy. But the like... funny, but the funny thing is, I looked it up like within the last year. The director, Gavin Hood, also directed Wolverine Origins. Yes, I know that. Yeah, oh, I knew that. Yes. I knew that. Um, like, this random South African director directed this Polish South film. Russia.
0: So, here's the thing about Gavin Hood. Mm. Nothing is what I'm about to say is related to him other than the word Hood. The best title for a gay movie I've ever seen I was in a video st- like a DVD shop and they had like the gay section I checked out because there are, mm-hmm. there are good movies in gay cinema yeah, you don't have
1: to be gay to go there
0: yeah, yeah and I, I saw one and I honestly just went what the fuck? It's a, it's a. Remember this. It's a gay movie, not a lesbian movie. Mm-hmm. It's called Robin's Hood. Oh, <laughs> and I just went, the one time you could have made a lesbian movie <laughs> and you didn't do it because, like, Robin's Hood dance. would be a lesbian movie because the hood of the, you know, but like, no, they just make it a guy movie. Like, and I actually grabbed it and I actually read it and it was just uh, the Robin Hood story but gay. And I'm like, great. But I just thought to myself, the one time that men could have let women have something and we didn't let them. To and that's note, what this fellas. movie's kind of about. Because this movie here, My Super Ex-Girlfriend, is actually a very feminist movie because Luke Wilson and uh, Eddie Izzard at the end of the movie are regulated to what would be the female characters in these superhero movies, which still happen now. We, you know... We commend Marvel and we disrespect DC, but if we look at the gender stuff, we should actually respect DC and, you know. Uh, I don't want to respect. Wonder Woman, though. Yeah, I L- respect like, Wonder Woman. How long has Marvel been movie doing this for? Ten years, and they still haven't had a female leading superhero movie because they're too afraid. Uh,
2: yeah, no, you're right about that. Like Marvel right? are like ditherings. Like, oh, I don't know if it would work. And, then and yet, yeah, yeah, like, nope.
0: you know. And I feel like it's so interesting that a little little comedy movie like this about in the superhero genre can still have more to say about gender politics and sexism and equality and female characters than the big blockbusters that people write paragraphs upon paragraphs of subtext into that isn't there. Like, oh my god, I've been online and I've seen so many people write how damaged Loki is as a character. I'm like, you know he's a Nazi, right? Because of the Avengers. But like... And you know, we should forgive him because he's a damaged individual. I'm like, yet again This movie actually has text here that actually exists about mm. the the sexism and the and the gender politics and the all of this and actually has something to say yeah. and, and it about even, the
1: genre. And it doesn't even like deviate one way or the other too hard. Like the very last thing in the film is yeah, the, the the super heroines' uh, male partners are like you know holding their bags and stuff exactly. like oh a typical man thing and they and because they're not like the superheroes the main characters that's kind of like oh this is typically the woman's this- role but it also yeah, ends with them going, being like hey yeah. let's go get a beer it's still like a mix of like oh mixing up the genders but still being exactly. typical men.
0: Oh look, uh, Charlie's uncle from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia had a <laughs> had a small role in this. <laughs> well, so he didn't have a moustache like, and he didn't have his it, tiny hands. Is that Luke Wilson's
1: dad? I, I don't know. Why I thought no, that. <laughs> he just
0: looked a bit like.
1: Him. Son, why were you having sex? But I I Son, I think this, what are you doing? I
0: think this movie deserves more credit for what it's actually saying about the superhero genre. The roles between men and women, and romantic uh, comedy, yeah. and,
1: as stuff. Sc- and as scary as the like abusive relationship stuff is, it is still like it's you a- can you can look back on it as like a comedic thing. Like I remember how they made that crazy film. But yet, but
0: yet again, we talked recently about a film called Down with Love, mm. and in that I had a conversation with a guest about how I feel about romantic comedies and how they build their. ...their their foundation on drama... ...and a lot of it is toxic relationships... ...but at the end of the day it's okay... ...because they get over it... ...in this movie, no! No, 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 it's not like him and Uma Thurman... ...get together still after everything... ...no, no, no, no... Yeah, I remember there was one... They're like, no, him and Anna Faris... ...I actually, like, this is one where I go... ...yes, this movie sets up the foundation like most romantic comedies do of saying let's have a drama situation you know someone's withholding the truth or someone's got this this and that usually builds to the foundation of a toxic relationship and then in a normal movie they overcome it and it's like actually it's not toxic because we admitted what we did was that and that's all you need clap 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 yeah, but those- in this movie they say
1: no yeah, there was one line that I was afraid was going to go in like a cliche direction. It was when he was just fired and leaving the office. He turns to Anna Faris and says something like, just stay the hell away from me. And I thought it was going to be oh, like, a, yeah. oh, you're being a dick to her so that she won't. But then he I ends thought that it,
0: at the end too, when she comes and she sees him finish. kissing Uma Thurman. Yeah,
1: that kind of was like the lead up to the twist. But like, he followed that up with, if anything happened to you, you know, I couldn't even live with myself. I'm like, oh, that's a, that's a good like twist of re- that it re- delivery. It reminds me of The Incredibles. There's that mm. bit at
0: the end of The Incredibles where you think Mr. Incredible's being a dick again by being like, I've got to fight them on my own, but then he's like, I'm not strong enough if if I lost you again, kind of thing. And you're like, ah, you know, like... It's like sweet. It's sweet. This movie had Ooh. a sweetness. The movie has unfortunately ended, which is sad, oh, but I, I do I do want to bring up the the thing, which is Bartek. I'm going to sneeze, but talk. Okay, sneeze away. Sneezes Dwight gone, from The Office, Rain Wilson, who was also in a great superhero movie called Super, which was written by James Gunn. Uh, great movie. Uh, Luke's giving a twitchy eye. Is it because I love you? James Gunn. Is it because Disney fucked up and shouldn't have fired him? You're right. That's right. Um, they shouldn't have listened to alt right Nazis. You're right. So um, here's the thing. At the end of the movie, you have a little cut credit scene of him having had sex, and she's like, "Wow, you really do have superpowers!" And it's like indicating like he's really good at sex. Yeah. <laughs> Bartek and I talked before the episode or in this episode. I can't remember about like the superpower thing. And I was like, "And you said it in a way that made it sound like you actually think he has superpowers." Uh, well, you know, I said that, yeah, but as a joke. Okay. Because yeah. my fiance and I got into a debate about it last <laughs> night, whether or not it actually means he has superpowers. Because he also <laughs> was near the rock. When it went off. Well, that's a good point, yeah. And I just said, no, I think, for me, personally, it's saying, no, Rain Wilson is, like I said, everything he says to be, but his one failure is he can't get women. Hence, he says it's been two years, blah, 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 but he's actually really good at having sex, but his problem is he doesn't know how to talk to women to get sex. That's his kryptonite, is talking to women properly. Yeah, here's a scene. Ba-dum. Toes. For all the foot fetishes that sat through the credits. I don't think it is the same girl from the gym, but, you know, just just wanted to put that uh, out there.
1: Rain Wilson... The gym, I've no.
0: seen Rain Wilson semi-nude in far too many movies and shows. It sounded
1: like you said fart.
0: Far too, too many movies and shows. But you know what? It's okay. He's a great actor, too. I, I'm glad that he was in this movie as a comedic relief. He's always been great. I mean, his I like first ever movie was Galaxy Quest in which he played one of the aliens. And I've always said Galaxy Quest for mainstream Hollywood movie. Mainstream Hollywood comedy movie is one of the best ones ever made. It's only defeated by planes, trains, and automobiles in my list, because I just love that movie far more, but it's right beneath it. Like Those two movies are the greatest examples of a mainstream Hollywood comedy movie genius. So the movie has unfortunately ended, Luke. I can see a tear rolling down your face and you're saying to yourself, is there a post-credit scene in which they set up a team of these psychos Are we get with a powers from
1: Nick Fury? I would love it. Or some
0: alternative. I would love it if <laughs> in this movie Lawrence Fishburne came <laughs> up at the end and he was like, "So, I'm putting together a team." I'm here to talk to you about the like I'm a, here to talk to you initiative. about the Psycho Squad, in which we get a bunch of <laughs> psychos together with superpowers. And then, like, nah, we're not that kind of superpowers. And then, and then, and then Sony so- rubs their chin and goes, hmm, Sinister Six? And then Psycho Squad <laughs> would be
2: made, and it'd be terrible, but the soundtrack would be
0: pretty good. Psycho Squad would be a great name for a movie. So, the movie has ended. We're going to give our reviews and ratings. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start first, because I'm feeling very chatty. Do it. This movie was great. I just talked a moment ago about all these amazing things that it's doing. That movies that are current right now that are in the actual genre of superhero movies or sci-fi fantasy or whatever you want to say aren't doing and it's just so amazing that a small comedy movie that people would roll their eyes at and say there's nothing to gain from watching that other than just some mild entertainment popcorn fun. But it's so interesting to me that this movie has far more to say on these issues than it's than its serious contemporaries out there, which is a real damning statement on cinema today. That a movie from 2006, a, a romantic comedy movie with an interesting angle of the ex being a superhero, has more to say about these issues than studios that pride themselves on all these things of social justice and quality and all this stuff, but they don't hey, actually because they're an evil business. There's a business. guy whose
1: first name is my middle name, Piotr Karbas. What about Jim... That's not my middle name. I know, but he's Polish.
0: So I find that just interesting. The movie that came out 12 years ago, its message still rings so loud today. And I think that was one of the reasons why it also failed back then, because it was really loud back then. But it's still loud today. I love this movie. I thought Uma Thurman was great. She's always been a great actress. You know, I've always liked her, you know, and I often defended her role in Batman and Robin as well, I've always said, hey, she's actually alright in that. Um, You know, she made Poison Ivy a popular character uh, in terms of the mainstream. But if I had to give this film a rating, which I do, I would have to give this film a nice scarf out of Rain Wilson wearing one. Mm, Good rating. Let's hear from you, Luke.
2: Alright, well, Luke Wilson has always been a favourite ever since I saw Idiocracy. He just has this effortless, like, sort of bumbly, nice guy charm about him. And uh, we, as we were discussing before, how he's known in some circles as One Take Wilson just because he nails it that he first nails time. I, I really do think he's just, like, naturally adept at playing these sort of characters. I, I'm... Incidentally, I'm not sure because I don't know his whole filmography. It would be cool to see him in a role maybe a little more serious, playing against type.
0: Yes, like, check out uh, Skeleton Twins. Ske- That's right, a, Skeleton. a little bit more serious than that, a little bit yeah. more aloof.
2: Yeah. um. So... It, I'm really fucking glad he was the uh, the main character because he helped carry the whole thing, even through the parts where maybe the pacing wasn't so great, or mm. maybe maybe they were labouring a bit heavily on some of the jokes, some of the more formulaic things. Yeah, but um, you know, I had a, this. This is the sort of film that like came out in 2006, so I would have been uh, 14, 13, 40, 14, 13, yeah. 40, 13, about then. Um, this is the sort of movie I would have absolutely loved to watch back then. And yeah, I still did love watching it today, but like you can see how. Uh, we were discussing the podcast how I saw a similarity to Kangaroo Jack in that it's actually like some of the jokes or the humor is quite explicit. Maybe not all that safe for kids, but yeah, I would probably have thought back when I was thirteen, hey, this is really fucking cool because it's a um, bit risque. Because it's a bit risque. They had sex in the um, sky. Yeah,
1: it was big dick energy on the part of the women.
2: That's right. Um, and uh, BDE. Yeah.
1: W. <laughs> and um.
2: Anna Faris, I always like her performance because, much like Luke Wilson, she just has this sort of like she has the sort of the ingenue. She's thing. the
0: female Luke Wilson.
2: I, yeah, I'd agree with that yeah. statement. Um, uh, it was interesting. Cause I, I kind of wish this had stayed uh, continued for a bit longer. Seeing Uma Thurman before she becomes like needy and jealous, and manipulative. Seeing her as like a sort of neurotic person who, you know, she's probably quite aware of the fact that she. Apart from the whole uh, G girl thing, she doesn't really have that many close relationships. It seems. Not yeah, she hang kept.
1: She never had someone come over to her apartment. Yeah, before. she kept pointing out like all the weird things she was doing yeah. and like saying not that. that and yeah. I
2: think that'd be a really if, if maybe we had an extra twenty minutes in the film or something, we could have been expanded on that a bit maybe it would have been interesting to see that director's cut maybe director's mm. cut yeah well I, we've, got to, we've got to do a remake of this film right? I, I did
1: I did like the thing with um, both her and uh, Eddie Izzard that they both thought that the other was avoiding them yeah, yeah. yeah. so a it was like a miscommunication percentage. thing going on uh, well. but she was wrong <laughs> she, was, <laughs> she was yeah wrong. she didn't realise um, it was her but,
2: but yeah. yes uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this film Um, I really would love to see a remake with it with new cast uh, maybe some changes to the script
0: no have the same cast but maybe different behind the scenes, people. Yep. Get James Gunn to do it.
2: Uh, yes, get James In Gunn. Animated so. So. He needs work <laughs> now. He ain't coming back for GOTG3.
0: Um... I, that movie might not even be happening Ugh. anymore. Didn't, the, didn't one of the actors say... Dave Bautista Dave is Bautista... very vocal about the fact oh. he probably won't Dave do Dave
2: Bautista is trying to get fired, I think. He just doesn't give a shit.
0: He's not a... I watched an interview with him, and he's just like, I'm not... They're like, you being so vocal about this isn't a typical Hollywood thing, and he just looked at the interview and just mm-hmm. said, I'm not your typical Hollywood actor, and Damn. that's true. He's a wrestler. I mean, he's not just in it. He's he's doing this more for like acting, more yeah. as a challenge. Mm. Did you, him and Blade Runner 2049 only a small role? He's a fucking great actor. Mm-hmm. But um, go on. Uh, yes.
2: Uh, sorry to wrap up. Um, really enjoyed it. Um, a great. I hadn't seen Luke Wilson in a main role for a little while, so it was a great reminder of all the things that make him just a superb character actor. I give this film a super out of X.
0: Excellent,
1: mm. Bartek. Let's hear from you. You guys did really good reviews. I have to, I have to think of something. You know what you now. have to do? You just get, You just go, my review is... And then you just give your writing. <laughs> Which is that Spongebob language for really good. There you go. <laughs> um, no, I also really like this film. It played with my expectations a lot. Um, I did sort of walk into it blind, but also thinking I'd seen it at some point. I'm glad that I finally did get to live past the failure to launch curse in my head. <laughs>
0: we really need to do that movie we sometime do, soon. Yeah.
1: Terry Bradshaw, we got to see him as an actual dad. Um, yeah, I had a really great time. I wish I could see more of this film. I wish that people would just learn from it. It's yeah, you got you guys. Your reviews were really good, and I don't know what more I can add except please, everyone, see this film. I give this film a rating of a successful launch with, co- with lead pilot being Jeffrey China and his co-pilot being Guy that said, yeah, in front of the 20th Century Fox film that I once saw. <laughs> so
0: Bartek is now going to share with us some interesting views from the internet. From
1: real people.
0: Real people with real thoughts on the real dark
1: web. Known as YouTube and IMDb, which has a white background, so it's kind of light web. But, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so people out there love sharing opinions; they love having thoughts.
1: Mm-hmm. Did we know what Roger Ebert thought of this movie, by any chance? Ah, I always forget something in episodes. That's ah, okay. This time it was Roger. Who cares about Roger? He's <laughs> dead.
0: Um, you know, he probably oh Luke gave a reaction like, it's awkward! No. It's awkward that he gives positive reviews to movies if The Rock gives him cake." Nah, no,
2: <laughs> I was just making that thing because it's like, ah, oh, yes, Roger
0: Ebert. I was. Dead. Was, <laughs> he's dead. Whoopsie. Yeah, Screw talking, your kids.
1: <laughs> I was talking to uh, our friend Reese, who was in the episode of uh, Race week. to Witch Mountain. And, oh yeah, and I'm last sure. week, and uh, you know, we were reminiscing over Race to Witch Mountain because it recently uploaded on YouTube, and he said he listened to it. Uh,
0: that's so good. Yes, we yeah. do have our content on YouTube now. And uh, Luke, did you know we're on Spotify?
1: What.
0: I know, you could give us a review on iTunes as well, wink wink, nudge, nudge. As of this recording,
1: we've still got like just under two dozen left to upload to YouTube. We're almost up to date. Excellent. But look, that's getting ahead of ourselves. We still gotta go to YouTube. Let's hear. So the trailer for this film did not have many comments. Uh I've only gathered four, and honestly that's like a quarter to a third of all of them. Okay.
0: Then then hit us hit us us in our loin.
1: I don't Just wanna, the one line. I don't want to hurt you because I'm actually Only super. One. But uh, the first comment that I have gathered is, personally, I kind of liked my super ex-girlfriend. The cast was somewhat good and the plot was good, but not great. I wish, however, that the movie should have been written by two screenwriters, one male and one female, to give a better perspective on the idea of a superhero in a romantic comedy.
0: Not a fair, not an unfair critique. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually very fair. Um, I, I was ready to get ridged up for a second there, yeah, but then, right. then I listened to them, and that's, that's what I love about this. Sometimes they, they share opinion we didn't even talk about, the uh, having more female voices behind the scenes mm.
1: wouldn't be very good for this. Well, let's see if you get ridged up by this next comment. Okay, <clears throat> ridged for her pleasure. Okay. <clears throat> the comment is, in all lowercase. oh, lol, teary laugh emoji.
0: okay okay i'm feeling really ridged up because it should be ruffle but okay whatever
1: the next comment is (laughs) i can't believe i ever sat through this movie okay which could be good or it could be bad i Uh, can't believe i sat through this entire movie it's like only once i should have done it four times it's like i can't believe i have sat through this crap or i can't believe i got the like, opportunity to finally see something it's like this. It's so weird, oh, because that Sakura. was written by the director. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't believe I... He too, <laughs> he's usually too embarrassed about his can't films, I but directed he did for this, this one. Shit. And the last comment, which has a response, is... Yes. Well, thank goodness the movie isn't about a woman being terrorised by her superpowered ex. Why, that would be wrong. Yeah,
0: it'd be called The uh, Boy Next Door.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and And the response is... Well, somebody hasn't seen Fifty Shades of Grey, oh. smiley face. Oh. oh, did they call them oh. sweetie as well? That would have been oh. funny. No, that was the full comment. Oh, oh, oh. And you can just see people in the background going,
0: Oh, honey! Mm. Oh, got-
1: girl. You, do you
0: need ice for that burnt sweetheart? Yeah.
1: And that's it for this episode, is what I'd say if there wasn't an IMDb review. Fuck yes! Alrighty. Okay, better be good. Uh, it has no rating. Oh, super. This, re- this review is called high maintenance heroin full stop
0: mm. the, 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 it, Luke this is about the highest quality mm. gear that you can get in your veins <laughs> and each of those words started with a capital letter
1: too so you stop. know it's pure it's this is actually a this review for 100%. train spotting which is really awkward <laughs> black tar. Well, what was the, i read a review the other week that was for like the wrong film right mm-hmm yeah
0: that's right yeah yeah
1: it was, it was yeah father figures or something <laughs> I think what all right was it? Oh, yeah, the Mamma Mia thing. Hit us with this. (laughs) Oh, and it's from the 28th of July, 2010. So they had four years to, you know... To really get in gear. Yep. And this is one of those reviews that has a warning spoilers. Uh, Okay, guys, if you haven't seen this movie before, Luke, you included. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Yes, give me a review to, to tell me if I should see this movie and spoil it. Okay. That's okay. It starts like this. Luke Wilson sells this film. (laughs)
3: Yep. <laughs> on the street.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Times are hard, all right. <laughs> wow, five words in and you're laughing already.
0: <laughs> the pause. It was the fact. It was the fact that you uh, paused. That's what. That's well, it's what because made me laugh. it's because
1: this is an entire paragraph. Those five yeah, yeah. words. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So Luke Wilson sells this film. My super ex-girlfriend has Ivan Ghostbusters Reitman directing Oh wow Oh yeah I forgot that This guy redirected a bunch of films that Like Ghostbusters Yeah <laughs> oh, There were a few more But I can't remember what Ghostbusters 2 My super ex-girlfriend has Ivan In brackets Ghostbusters Reitman directing Or Reitman I don't know a solid comedy writer from The Simpsons, Don Payne. Yep. But... Rain Rain Wilson at the top of his game, and Eddie Izzard at the middle. And then brackets. <laughs> Those. Sti- <laughs> what an odd thing to say. Take that, Eddie. And then in brackets, uh, uh, In brackets, he adds, "Though still attaining the standard of low bar American comedians."
0: Okay. Okay, Dad. Do, do you want me to inform yeah. you on some some news? It's English. Maybe he's saying, like, his English middle is American His l- English middle
1: is American high, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep. It's Uma Thurman looking hot as a superheroine and in her severe clinical Clark Kentress alter ego dress. But the film belongs to Luke Wilson. Because oh. <laughs> he owns it. He sells, <laughs> it. He sells it, Ryan. <laughs> Until you buy it. <laughs> Until you buy it. All he owns reserved. the movie. <laughs> we have... We have to believe that Wilson's average red-blooded American male can, can hook up with Uma's super chick, break up with her, then take all her high-maintenance super revenge in stride. Wilson's every reaction is gold.
3: It is. Yeah? It is.
1: Architect Matt Wilson... Falls for the bespectacled secretarial Jenny Johnson, Thurman, who's re- not a secretary? Yeah, I know. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, go on. No no, it's, it's it was an adjective secretarial. Still, she's a manager of an art okay, whatever, go on. Yeah. Go on. Who reveals she is the resident New York superhero G girl. Yep. In brackets. Basically a retread of Superman with Tits.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're
0: selling me this movie, Not Luke all, in, in case
1: Clark Kentrist didn't. <laughs>
0: can, can, can I guess imagine Luke Wilson on the street with grime <laughs> on his face is... with a beanie on and like that uh, a coat that Luke would wear in two thousand eleven and he was just like this. Yeah, so it's like a retread of like Superman and then you see he sees the 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 the, uh, the, hmm. the, the mark getting a little disinterested, but with tits. And then he's like, ooh. How about this?
1: How about this? Superman, but with titties. Basically a retread of Superman with tits. After a few weeks, Matt realizes Jenny slash G-Girl is clingy, jealous, irrational, and emotionally unstable. And in brackets, you know, just a regular chick. So he dumps her in favor of his spunky co-worker, Hannah, Anna Faris, who has been coming onto Matt overtly by monopolizing... All his sight lines in tight black dresses with NVP, which they have in brackets, no visible panty line. Oh.
0: I, I know. So a woman wrote
1: this one, right? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> a woman wrote this review. And Jenny's Revenge is, as one can guess, super nasty. It's a very funny movie, even with the double standard woman empowering out of control. I think this is the first... <laughs> <laughs> Luke! Luke Wilson, please! I wanted to buy this movie, but you turned it nasty. <laughs> Super nasty. I think this is the first time on film we are seeing this aspect of a superhero-layperson relationship. Super folk tend to be sensible and honourable enough never to use their superpowers against normal folk in revenge. In bracket unless the normal normal folk are villains. Yep. But here in vengeance... Sorry. But here is vengeance heaven for whining ex-girlfriends. We see a female superhero actually behave like any normal high-maintenance biatch. Is that it, Polish? No, I think he's trying to say biatch, but he spelled it biatch. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds it. so Polish when you just like, said it. B-Y-O-C-H? B-Y-O-C-H, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're Polish, you'd read that as Bjork. 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 (laughs) There is shark throwing and bed breaking and cars thrown in space, but those aren't the funny bits. The the humour flows from the details. Rain Wilson and Luke Wilson play off each other like a pair of well-oiled bromantics, and they're... and their chemistry never flags. Okay, now, at this this point of him selling us this movie on the street... (laughs) What is this, this sales (laughs) (laughs) pitch. He's complimenting himself. I've got that high heroin, man.
0: That line there... Before he starts, he's like, yes yeah, so so and then you just hear that some guy down the alleyway be like, Yo, love me tell yeah and it's Rain Wilson and he comes in and says that bit.
1: Uh, now he, it's both of them. He's like the the planted person in the audience. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: He's like, like hey, "Yeah," they have this well they have this volunteer
1: for my magic trick. they're like, you. A well oiled romance machine. And he's just like, You got it there. Can I say, I was originally going to pick two silly reviews, but I picked this one instead. Yes, this is great. Did. Yep. Uh, continuing that sentence, Izzard is succulent as usual as the <laughs> suave supervillain, Professor Bedlam. And
0: there's Eddie saying that. He's like, oh, no, yeah, Eddie Izzard, And very, he was like, very succulent. He was like below
2: stream level. He just <laughs> crept up.
0: Very like, succulent. <laughs> he looks like an like Oliver Twist. He looks like one of the kids. And I imagine him saying, yeah, he's very succulent, like that chicken I'm going to buy when you buy this. <laughs> this a uh, middle-of-the-road like American it,
1: comedian. He's licking his lips. He's <laughs> licking his lips as he's trying to get to their wallet. <laughs> um, continuing that sentence, Thurman pulls off her touchy role without making us hate her, and Anna Faris gets to use more than her one facial expression by redirecting our attention to her bodacious booty. <laughs> uh, and that, the f- yeah, that was Luke <laughs> And the final so that sentence That was Luke Wilson saying that one I can imagine him saying that And her
0: bodacious booty
1: <laughs> And we're up to the final sentence <clears throat> Don't watch with your girlfriend It'll only give her ideas <laughs> Okay Luke <laughs> Women am okay, I okay, right Luke? fellas
0: Okay Luke I'm going up my checkbook How much <laughs> Fifty million dollars of the studio's money sounds great.
1: And that's all I've got. All right. Thank
0: you, Luke Wilson <laughs> for that review. Thank you for high maintenance wimp, heroin. Heroin. So that was the end. Luke, as always, a pleasure to have you on the show. Nate, no, it was a pleasure for me too. Did sir. you know that we no, have it was a pleasure a... For me. Did you know that we have an email now? <gasps> no. An email. An email. An Anna an email. email Farris. That's her middle name. <laughs> it's a uh, spit and polished at gmail.com Spit and polish. Oh, like a at address. gmail.com if you wanted to drop us uh, you know a random email being like hey how come you haven't done this movie or hey you know that, that that thing that you brought up in that episode you're actually wrong on that or I really like you guys can you please give me some money for this movie called <laughs> My Super Ex-Girlfriend my name's Luke Wilson by the way <laughs> uh, I need the money oh,
1: please
0: um you know we're on all the sites Twitter, Facebook, we're on Spotify as I mentioned uh, Google Play, Play, iHeartRadio Stitcher,
1: that Spanish Spanish
0: (laughs) streaming site as always you guys have been fantastic, amazing wonderful listening people, Bartek a pleasure as always to be locking our arms together and skipping down the yellow brick road of film
1: we've got a very well oiled bromance
0: exactly, until next time, remember
1: to be kind to each other Till next time, boys and Jeff Chinas.